With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Home for the winter. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say, yes, it's that time. Good morning, America. Oh, you're sounding so sweet. Yes, he's Brian Noam, Andy Furman, and we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free Great quote. Here he is. Without further ado, my partner, my friend, he is, in fact, the hottest working man in show business today. I can prove that. And he's my friend and buddy. Yes. And the brains of this outfit, the one, the only, Mr. Brian. No. Hello, B. Apple cinnamon. What's going on, Andy Furman? You are fired up this morning. I love that. You're all set for week 16. We got playoff scenarios galore. It's going to be a great day. And it's the holiday season. You're full of holiday cheer this morning. I love that. I'm always full of holiday cheer every day of the year. And you know why? Because last week when we sat down in in this same environment, you and me together on Sunday, it was a bad Saturday. There wasn't much going on. There really wasn't. Yesterday was jam-packed. Three really, truly, not only meaningful games, but really great games. Nail-biters. I loved it. I loved it. I'm still wired. I'm still wired. Really? Yeah, there were. There were three interesting games. And we'll go through them. I'm sure we will. Jameis Winston is allergic to protecting the football. You had the Patriots still methodically. Little dink and dunk offense, but still effective against a very good Bills defense. And they win that game. And then the nightcap. What a game that was. The Niners and Rams just battling it out. And on a personal note, Andy... Horrible outcome. Horrible for yours truly because 
I had the 49ers minus six and a half in a couple of pools. And one of them, I'm in range for a big payday. And I needed them to cover six and a half. And Jimmy Garoppolo has Emmanuel Sanders just wide open at the end of the game. Underthrows him severely. Could have been a walk-in touchdown and a cover for me. Instead, he underthrows Emmanuel Sanders. They settle for the Robbie Gold winning field goal and don't cover the spread. I was not too happy about that, but a great Saturday full of ball. Well, I tell you what, he may have underthrown him there, but he had Sanders for 46 yards to set up that game-winning field goal by Robbie Gold. That's what he did prior to that. So it was pretty good, that 34-31, 49er win over the Rams. And I tell you. No, no, it wasn't pretty good, Andy. That was a walk-in touchdown. They should have won by seven, not by three. Right, And they would have covered the spread. So there's nothing that was fantastic about that underthrow by Jimmy Garoppolo. But it's it's funny. You know why? I I tell you, this time of the year, to me, it's crazy because I want to see the guy or the staff or whatever who figures out the scenarios of the playoff picture. Really, because right after that game last night when the 49ers won, okay, they came back to beat the Rams. Now they have a position of, of, of strength where they, they could be the NFC's top seed if, if they say, if they can beat the Seahawks next week in week 17. Otherwise, they're going to get to the playoffs. This is unbelievable. 12-3 and three as a wild card, as a wild card. That's how strong the NFC West is. How do you like that? Well, yeah, the... The NFC West and the NFC. But yeah, in particular, you're right. It's that division. And I think it's an absolute joke. We've talked about this before, but I think it's a complete joke that just because you're a wild card team, you can't host a playoff game in that first weekend, in wild card weekend, because the division winner, no matter what the records are, they always host that playoff game. That is such trash. If it ends up being... Well, either the Cowboys or the Eagles. Whoever wins that decrepit NFC East division this season, they automatically host a playoff game against whoever doesn't win the NFC West. And that's what? Would you say 12 wins already for the 49ers? 12 and 3? That's a joke. How are you not hosting a game if you have a much better record like that? I've never agreed with it. And it needs to change. The weird thing, I'll say this real fast, Andy, is mm-hmm. the weird thing, you'll hear this from NFL insiders, and they say, oh, the owners, they want nothing to do with this. They're not going to give up a home playoff game. And I automatically push back and I say, what do you mean? Why do you say you're automatically giving it up? Why wouldn't the 49ers owner be for this? Look at the Buffalo Bills. They might end up with a better record than the division winner ahead of them. Why wouldn't ownership with those teams be four, <laughs> you know, a based on record? It should be based on record who gets no, that home I'm playoff game. I think I'm there are a number of owners that should be for this. It's not automatically costing you a home game if you say keep it the way it is. You understand what I'm saying? Right. I'm here. I'm in your corner. I'm in your corner. And hopefully that will change down the road, but we'll see what happens. But honestly, it's funny because I, I said to myself, because I talk to myself a lot, I, you know, in a rubber room, I start, you know, just nothing to do is I talk to myself. I don't have a lot of friends. I was wondering, is it a good thing? Is it healthy for the league that the Rams who participated in the Super Bowl a year ago, losing yesterday, they're going to have to sit home like you and I and watch the games on TV. As I say, home for the winter. That's amazing to me. I'm fine with it. I mean, it does. It shows you one of the greatest strengths of the NFL is the unpredictability. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why people, 
I hear this all the time about, oh, parody isn't that interesting, and oh, parody. Really? Why is the NFL so popular? One of the main reasons is parody. There right. isn't dominance. The ratings have been fantastic this season. There's been a lot of interest in the league. And you don't have that team just towering over everybody. You look at the Rams, to your point, Andy, they were in the Super Bowl last season and really underperformed against the Patriots, lose 13-3, to but they were in the Super Bowl. Fast forward this season, non-playoff team. I just think that unpredictability is such a draw for fans not knowing the outcome before it happens. Well, underneath that umbrella of unpredictability is a surprise factor of like a team like the 49ers. I mean, really and truly, I mean, no one really knew. And maybe the the uh, the unpredictability of a team that was 12-4 and four a year ago, I'm talking about the Chicago Bears, who this year are really struggling, or the Philadelphia Eagles that really are gasping for breath, for their last breath to get into the playoffs against Dallas tonight. That's going to be a great game. It really is. So, you know, there's so many things going on. But the thing that I don't get, I think there's so many people, so many jaded media people out there that just dis- disgusting. They hate the New England Patriots who won over the Bills yesterday in a good hard-fought ball game, 20 I'm reading copy after the game, reports of that game. And you know what they say? Brady, this is a quote of one of the stories I read. Brady and the struggling Patriots. The Patriots are 12-3. and They're not struggling. Their offense is not what it used to be. They got tremendous defense. And when it came down to the bottom line, Brady was Brady yesterday. He played well. He played mistake-free football. Threw for almost 250 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. I just like the part about you calling out the jaded media, you know? Yes. Because yes. every now and then you get a little get off my lawn in you. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I like that. I like that <laughs> twist of you calling them out for me. That's right. You get after them. Well, but I hear you. Yeah. It's one of those deals where our expectations for the Patriots are just sky high. And it's a 12-3 and team after all of the stuff that's been going on this season, which is still pretty good. And really, if you think about this, Andy – if you look at the AFC East, it's always looked at from the Patriots' perspective. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, look at the Bills. Look at the Jets. Look at the Dolphins. Over this reign that the Patriots have had, those three teams haven't been the toughest. Granted, it's been a favorable dis- division. I think that goes too far in terms of the explanation. They're still wrecking shop in the playoffs in the Super Bowl, so they aren't solely the byproduct of the AFC East. But for a second, stop looking at the division From the Patriots' perspective, look at it from the Bills' perspective. Look at where this team would be if not for the Patriots. They lose two games head-to-head. If they have some run-of-the-mill NFC East type opponent this year and they win those two games, they've got a bye. You know, they've got home field. They've got a major chance to do damage come playoff time if not for the Patriots. So it's not just the Patriots crushing a favorable division, it's the Patriots being a significant roadblock for the rest of the teams in that division, and it's rarely looked at that way. Yeah, and there's a good chance that the Bills may finish 11-5. and five. Now, look, they clinched the playoff spot last week by beat the Steel- they beating the Steelers. Uh, they lose yesterday to the Patriots. That kind of, like, destroyed the fact that they could have a division title. Instead, the Patriots got that. But they're locked in now as a fifth seed in the playoffs, finishing 11-5, and because i got to believe next week they're going to beat the Jets. You would think so, but you never know with playoff scenarios and if anything's really riding on it seating-wise and that type of thing. But 
Still, it's a good season for the Bills. Double-digit win season. They That's the first one since 99. You back-to-back back good Andy, seasons. What's that? Back-to-back good seasons for the Bills. Yes, two out of three playoff seasons. And I look at the Bills. The Bills are what the Browns should be. I always hear this about, oh, that Browns organization, it's dysfunctional, and good luck having success and all of that. Look at the Bills for a second. The Bills had 17 straight non-playoff seasons before Sean McDermott took over. Right. And they've gone to the playoffs two of the last three years and had a double-digit win season for the first time since 1999. There are a lot of similarities there with the Browns in terms of having a bad past for a long time, a couple of decades of below average results. And yet Sean McDermott turns it around. So yeah. I don't want to hear this pity party about, oh gosh, the quarterback for the Browns, Baker Mayfield or Freddie Kitchens, they have so much working against them. Well, so did Sean McDermott. And here he is again in the playoffs. And I'll tell you right now, if you were to ask me point blank, I would say the Browns still on paper have better talent than the Bills, but the Bills are better coached. Yeah. Much better coach, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're tremendously coached. They really are. He's a hell of a coach and really doesn't get the recognition he deserves. I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. He really does fly under the radar. And the Patriots are a big reason why. (laughs) Again, it's the class of that division, and that's the focal point. And the Browns just, they fall. They're under the radar. There's no doubt about that. Getting back to my initial point. Now, the NFL, and I, I need to follow up on this. It's my fault, and I apologize. Do they have a separate staff that goes back and forth and does every possible scenario as to playoff uh Man, you're really scenes. hung up on these because scenarios. I, because really, it, it's unreal what they go through, and they give you like what they got to do if this team wins, this team wins. Like, you know, the Minnesota Vikings are now in the playoffs because of what happened yesterday. They're in, all right? And, and really, there's got to be some geek in some office just sitting there, you know, with, with a pencil and a pencil sharpener doing this stuff. Really? It's not that hard, Andy. Goodness, you make it sound like it's college-level trigonometry or I wouldn't something. want to do the, it. The Rams are 8-7, and seven, okay? Right. And they have one game to play. The Vikings are 10-4, and four, and they have two games to play. So, like, the Rams can't get to 10 wins. Right. <laughs> That's as easy as it gets. So and the, the Vikings, Vikings are, are in, four. the Rams are out. Done. Okay. You know, I don't need any number two pencil. But, I don't okay, need but here's a, the thing with the Vikings, though. They still have a shot to win the NFC North if they could win their last two games and the Packers lose their last two games. Yeah. All Again, right. not Otherwise, that difficult. Well, it comes still, down to the tiebreakers. Where, I wouldn't want to do it. Okay, I don't if want they that win job. tomorrow night, the Vikings, they split the season series with the Packers. So it's okay. What's the next tiebreaker? Division record. All right, what's that? You go down the line. It's not that tough. Why do you, do you make want it sound so difficult? Do you want that assignment? If the NFL came no, I'm calling good. to I'm you. I'm good on that. Uh, I, thank, yeah. thank you very much. All right. All right. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. And you can get to us. You can connect to us very easily on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. This hour, we got Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. Hour number two, bottom barrel betting. And, of course, hour number three, the chic himself, Alex Marvez. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We follow it up by Brian Noah Noah's picks right here on Fox Sports Radio. But this time, it'll be a bit different. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, boy. The only reason to watch this game, we'll tell you why in just a minute. He's Brian Noah, Andy Furman. For those who celebrate the Hanukkah season, happy Hanukkah, which starts tonight at sundown. How do you like that? A little Hanukkah music right here on Fox Football Sunday. And again, we want to let you know we're proudly brought to you by Discover. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much you'll match. Millions of people a year are getting the cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. All right, B, I got to talk about with you, if I may, if you'd like to go in this direction, a little bit about the Houston Texans. We haven't even mentioned that game. Yeah, they sure. squeezed by Tampa Bay 23-20. And, and honestly, another team that somewhat, I guess, gets a lot of criticism, but guess what? They're the AFC South champs for the fourth time in five years. But watching that game yesterday, I can't see that Jameis Winston has much of a future, at least in Tampa Bay. Maybe in the National Football League, but I don't think in Tampa Bay. Well, Jameis is just allergic to protecting the football. He just doesn't do it, man. You look at the season, he's approaching 30 interceptions for the season Andy that just can't happen I know and some of the throws that he makes the decisions that's something a rookie quarterback would do 
But with him making these mistakes repeatedly, it's like that first interception was a pick six. He's thrown an out pattern way too late. The last interception that ended the game for him. It's stuff like that where it's like, how do you not know better yet? Four interceptions yesterday, and the Texans take advantage of it. And you started off talking about the Texans. They win the game by a field goal. Mm -hmm. And you look at this, and it's like, Jameis didn't have Mike Evans. He didn't have Chris Godwin. He's still got to do a better job protecting the football. But he gives you four interceptions, and that Texans offense just didn't do a whole lot with it. That's a goofy team, the Texans, to really try to figure them out. He rattled off winning four of the last five divisions. But you just can't trust them. Come playoff time, they've laid a lot of eggs. They've had some stinker performances this year. So it's really strange. It's this, when they're on, they're really good. When they're off, man, are they hideous. You know, it's funny. If you were to look at the stat sheet, not even watch that game, the final 23-20, obviously, Texans over Tampa Bay, you know, five turnovers, you'd say, wow. I mean, the Texans should have routed them, okay? But the Bucks outgained the Texans in yards 281-83 to in the first half of the game. The Bucks finished the game 435-229. to But five turnovers basically were the big difference. It is an amazing stat that basically they only won by three. Seriously, it was it's crazy. James twenty nine. An NFL team should not be gaining that you know modest of a, a yardage total. Right. Two twenty nine? Really? What's happening? I know Will Fuller didn't finish the game, and unfortunately the Notre Dame product is nicked up quite a bit throughout his career. He didn't finish the game due to injury. And it's like, okay, that has an an effect on the offense, that doesn't fully explain why you walk away with 229 yards offensively. You're not facing the 85 Bears defense out there. It's Tampa. The Tampa does a good job against the run. You should be able to throw on them all day, and they couldn't. Jameis Winston finishes the day 25 for 48, 335, one TD, and count them. One, two, three, four picks. Four picks. And one of them was a pick six right at the start of the game. It was ugly. It really was. Thought it was going to be a route, but it was not. Now, here's a scenario with the Texans right now, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think that this may be it. Where are they going to be seated in the AFC bracket? Well, they can go to number three if they beat the Titans next week and if the Chiefs lose one or both of their next two games, that's thanks to a head-to-head tiebreaker over the Chiefs. So that's where the Texans stand. But honestly, I don't see them going too deep into the playoffs. You can't trust them. You go back to earlier this year when they got wrecked by Baltimore. Remember, that was the 41-7 to game. And I go back to, gosh, when is, wasn't it last year where Deshaun Watson had a brutal performance against the Colts, Ugh. and that was a home game. So I just I can't trust this Texans team. But if you look at the rest of the AFC playoff picture, there are a lot of holes with a lot of teams. So... If they get right at the right time, they could exceed expectations, but I don't expect them to do anything too, too big. I, I, I don't, they have too many, uh, too many drawbacks on that Too many squad. question marks. And you know what? Though? I think a lot of the problem goes back to Bill O'Brien and the way he handles Deshaun Watson. I've said that several times and people disagree with me, but I just think that you know Deshaun Watson, he's kind of a free bird. You've got to let him go. You've got to be a little bit like Lamar Jackson. And I just think Bill O'Brien's too much of a control freak. I really believe that. Sometimes you've just got to be a little loosey-goosey when you're a head coach. Yeah, I don't... I don't completely buy that's the reason why 
Deshaun is up and down. And he isn't wildly consistent, but he just he's not one of those dudes where you can expect, hey, this is going to be a good performance because he's had some clunkers, you know? Yeah. I don't he think has. it's a byproduct just of Bill O'Brien. It's a head-scratcher because Deshaun Watson is such a bright kid. He knows football. Mm. He knows the X's and O's. He's got a great grasp of the game. But he'll do things where it's like last night or yesterday – Instead of throwing the ball away when he's rolling out, he'll just walk out of bounds and take a loss. And it's like, what are you doing, man? Right. It's like yeah. some of those things that he does, I just don't understand for a guy that has such a high football IQ like he does. You're exactly right. You know, I, I mentioned this coming into the segment, and it's it's worth maybe a little bit of chatter because there were so many great games yesterday, and believe me, this game is like not even on the radar, but there's a game today and two teams that are 3-11, and 11, and there's only one reason I sit to watch this game. I'm talking about the Giants playing at the Redskins, two 3-11 and 11 teams, Ugh. and in week four, the Giants beat up on the Redskins 24-3 in that game, even though the Giants won, Saquon Barkley was out of that game. You got to watch it. I got to believe for Adrian Peterson. Because Adrian Peterson, I mean, he's down at the end of his line right now, and you want to see him play 784 yards on the year, four touchdowns on a real bad team. And honestly, you look at this Washington team, you know, looking for next year, looking for the future. Dwayne Haskins, wide receiver Terry McLaurin. I mean, honestly, this team is going to be – I guess a team to be reckoned with in that weak division Mm. maybe next year, just like the Buffalo Bills in their division. I mean, they gave – the New England Patriots, everything they had yesterday, and you got to say that this team is going to be a big boy next year when they come back to play. I just think, look at the future right now with these teams. I don't see that. I really? think they've got a lot of work to do there in D.C. I love Terry McLaurin. He's had a great rookie season as a wide receiver, but no, nah, I can't go that far. Crazier things have happened in the right. NFL, and you could look at that division and say, it's there. It's ripe for the picking, if you will, yeah. for a team to come from nowhere. But I just look at the Eagles. They're going to get healthier at wide receiver. Um, the Cowboys still present a lot of problems if you're looking at it from a Washington Redskins perspective. So I don't expect them to really turn it around dramatically right away. But um, at least there's some promise going forward. Dwayne Haskins has shown some signs. And again, going back to McLaurin, he's shown major signs. He's already good. 51 receptions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's on a bad team. I mean, you got to say to yourself, I mean, 51 receptions, but on a team that's 3 and 11, that switch quarterbacks midstream, switch coaches as well, and and he's kind of pushing close to 1,000 yards in reception. So, hey, that's a pretty good year for, yeah. you know, for a guy on a team that's pathetic. I mean, they are. They're bad. They're a bad football team. And the fact that we're even talking about them, I should smack myself. I really you should. should. You should. But, yeah. but it's your I did job maybe, to steer this show. And you're well, driving may, us off into the... Like I a, know. I'm in a dead end zone. I really am. <laughs> but I think... We're in a I, ditch over here. For I know. Me. I yeah. think I did it for the fact of our good friend in Brooklyn who hasn't called yet because he's a Giants fan. I don't even oh, want to mention his name. You're catering to Marcel. Is that what's going on? Well, you on know, here? we we here we here to please. We're here to please, and I want to please him. But you know, yeah, hopefully you pleased Marcel-, Marcel and ticked off the nation. I, and I, I ticked off you. I really did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did. <laughs> but but real fast while right. while we're talking about this game, how about Daniel Jones back under center? Ugh. I find that story to be a little interesting because he had the quote unquote high ankle sprain issue yeah. a couple of weeks ago. He wasn't even dressing, you know, where Peyton Manning, I'm sorry, Eli Manning played <laughs> the game yesterday or last week against the Dolphins. <laughs> Wasn't that strange? 
It was so obvious, let's get Eli in there for a swan song. That's fine. But did they just make this up with Daniel Jones or embellish how hurt he was? How often do you see a guy come back this soon from high ankle sprain-like issues? It's just an odd situation over there with Daniel Jones. And the game the was at home. That's why it was a home game, and they wanted to say goodbye to yeah, Eli. Fine. Yeah, fine. Yeah, say that. You know, it was just for the fans that we're going nowhere. We're not going to the playoffs. We're it's a home game. We want to honor Eli and do it. Do it right. You know, have a day for him there, and that's it. But you know what? He may come back next year. Maybe not with the Giants, but he may come back next year. Yeah, he might, but he's done. Right. Eli, his good football is. In the past, <laughs> he's not going to make a difference on so a team. So the Giants, they have good he can play good for a game. He's not going to make a difference going right. forward. But I thought that was strange. And you typically see footage of any quarterback that gets hurt. I've yet to see footage of this high ankle sprain-like issue from Daniel Jones. Nothing. Did he get sacked? Was he rolling out and got hit and got up gingerly? Nothing. It was just an odd. And I'll say an one odd other story thing. over there. You're exactly right. But if this team was in contention, there would be an investigation by the league and maybe a fine on that false penalty, false injury factor. But you know the fact that they're three and eleven, no one cares. Really, yeah, they're out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Yeah. No one cares. No one. The only person who cares is Marcel. That's the only person who cares about that game. Really is. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And, of course, one record may fall today. We'll tell you all about it next. But first, to my guy, my boy, Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey. 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 What's going on, hey. Daddy? How's it going? Good. Robbie Gold knocks in a 33-yard field goal last night as the 49ers bludgeon the Rams 34-31. No playoff for Los Angeles. And according to NFL Network, the Rams are going to make serious tweaks to Sean McVay's staff with defensive coordinator Wade Phillips mentioned as a possible guy who could be out. The Patriots yesterday win the AFC East title for what is the 11th straight year after a 24-17 beatdown of the Bills. Buffalo is able to secure that fifth AFC seed in the postseason. The Texans run away with a 23-20 win over the Bucks. Jameis Winston puked up four interceptions. Houston wins the AFC South title. Today's NFL calendar is presenting with us some injury notes to consider. NFL Network is reporting. Eagles wide receiver Nelson Aguilar is presumed to be out against the Cowboys. Lions running back Kerryon Johnson, who's recovering from a knee problem, is going to get his normal workload with a matchup upcoming with the Broncos, although he might not start. Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley is good to go against the Browns after passing, passing concussion protocol. Jaguars wideout DJ Shark is expected to play through an ankle injury against the Falcons. And the Jaguars are trending towards keeping head coach Doug Marone and general manager David Caldwell for 2020. Wow. Barring nothing disaster. Disastrous happening, I don't know, barring something disastrous happening in the final two games of the season. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. According to ESPN, Derek Henry is not going to be part of the equation today against the Saints with that hamstring injury. And Andy, I just wanted to say Happy Father's Day to you because every day is a special day as you are my father. Yes, Big Daddy. (laughs) 
All right, baby. I'll see you in an hour. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. By the way, they've won four out of five. That's coming right up. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. Of course, we want to welcome everybody back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by Geico. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easy. And, of course, Bronx Talk Radio in less than 10 minutes. And, you know, you mentioned the name. All of a sudden, it happens. The one Let's and only. Get into it. Marcel on Fox Sports Radio with Brian No NOE and Andy mm. Furman. Hello, Marcel. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Andy Bryans. Two of them. I just said, that's what you said, Andy. There is NOE, Brian No, without the L. There you go. go. See, that sounded right today, Marcel. That's hey, good job, thanks buddy. for. Uh, <laughs> hey. Good to be here this morning. Uh, the New York Giants have the saga of losing streak continues. Yeah. When the, um, they head to the nation's capital, taking on the 311 Washington Redskins, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific today on Fox. I hope Daddy Dimes is back and Eli Manning, not so much for that amazing final game with a win last Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. That was a great moment in Dolphins history, too, because it keeps them a little bit higher in the draft order. I like that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know. That's a very good one. Now, next up in my list. Yes. Santa's list. It's the Seattle Seahawks. They have 11-3, taking on the 4-9-1 Cardinals in Seattle. 4.25 p.m. Eastern, 1.25 Pacific today on Fox. I like the points, Marcel. I like the Cardinals plus the points today. Nine and a half. Uh, that's a very good stuff. Now, the Chick-fil-A Cotton, the Chick-fil-A Championship. What'd you say? <laughs> what? Take it easy now. It's a PG, this show, you know. <laughs> Okay, the uh, college football playoff is next Saturday with Cotton Bowl. Number three, Clemson taking on Big Ten's Ohio State. 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific on ESPN. Simon says, <laughs> who's going to win, Clemson or Ohio? Andy, Brian? I'm, t- I'm taking Clemson. I'm taking yeah, Clemson, Clemson in, that in that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't Simon know if it's going to be 31 nothing like the last meeting between those two schools. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping for oh, that. I think that's why I'm saying Clemson. That's why I'm rooting for Clemson. I have a rooting interest there. Wow, that's good. Simon says, Brian. What? 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 <laughs> what, what are you asking for, Marcel? <laughs> I just said, Simon says. Okay, so what am I supposed to do? What does that mean? I I told you I got Clemson in that one. What do you want me to do? What what do you want? What do you want here, Marcel? What does Simon Says mean? I have no idea. We'll move on. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) All right, thank you, Marcel. Oh, thank you, guys. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. I will talk to you again next week. Next week. Sounds good. Bye for now. I heard my son mention that Derrick Henry's not going to play today, and that's a big loss. And uh, the Saints yeah. eleven and three are playing at the Titans eight and six. The Titans have won four out of five. Ryan Tannehill passer rating over one fourteen, which is pretty darn good. But the Saints haven't allowed a hundred yard rusher in thirty eight games. I think that goes to thirty nine today because Derrick Henry's not going to be playing for the Titans today. Yeah, and that's just regular season. <laughs> it's even a longer streak if you include the playoffs. Right. Right. So yeah, that's. <laughs> And That's Tennessee's pretty getting much two a and guarantee. A half. Can you imagine the backup Titans running back running for 100 to break that streak? That's not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen today. And uh, 
Your guy, my guy, Michael Thomas, the most underrated guy. We talk about the coaching staff oh, of Buffalo man. underrated. Michael Thomas, 89 or more receiving yards in 10 of 11 games, 130 yards or more, three times this year. The Saints 5-1 and one on the road. They're the better team. They don't really need the game, but they're going to win it anyway. Tennessee was getting two and a half. Oh, they need uh, the game. Yeah, they, they absolutely. Seating-wise, you know, they still have a chance to move up. Uh, yeah, and get a buy if they're it the third out seed the right, right now. Uh, yeah. The Packers, I think, hold the tiebreaker right this second because of a better conference record. Uh, they can get a first round buy, maybe home field advantage, but they got to get some help, and they got to get some help from the Packers to get that. Though. Yeah, and they could yeah. be tomorrow night. You know, you yeah. could have the the Vikings take care of business against the Packers, and boom, you're in business. You get a first round buy. So absolutely, the Saints need this game. And Derrick Henry not playing, that's a shot in the arm. He's a right. big part of that Titans big offense. You know, and it's funny that we haven't mentioned this, but I think we ought to say thank you to the NFL because in years past, if you remember, and I know you do because you have that photogenic memory, in years past, you know, basically the last two, three games of the season, you know, people who have clinched, they'd rest their players. All of a sudden now, the last two, three years, these last two, three weeks are meaningful, very meaningful for playoff berths and seating. And I think, thank you, NFL, that has changed the, uh, the scheduling to make these games really meaningful. I love it. Well, yeah, they at least week 17, they finish with all divisional games. Right. I think that's been a good change. Very Because good. there are a lot of scenarios that comes down like that. There are, look, after week 16, this week, there will be playoff teams that have nothing on the line seating-wise mm-hmm. for the playoffs, and they will rest their guys. But I do think that divisional weekend in week 17, I think that's been a good change. And also, I wanted to hit on this when you are talking about Michael Thomas. The yeah. guy has been electric this season, 133 receptions. And I can't tell you, Andy, how many games I've watched of the Saints, and I'm like, double that guy. Why are you not doubling Michael Thomas? Defenses should be doing that much more than they do. Because who's their number two receiver? I would make Ted Ginn Jr. beat me all day. I would make their tight end Josh Hill beat me all day. I'm doubling Michael Thomas. I know that Kamara's going to get coverage with a linebacker and he's going to go off. I get that. But you got to pick your poison. And Michael Thomas has 133 receptions. He could set a single-season record as far as the most receptions. And I see him, like, you saw him Monday night against the Colts. And it's just catch, 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 catch against single coverage. And I'm tearing my hair out like, why aren't you doubling that guy? You got to do that going forward. And you made a great point last week. I got to l- open up my little book of Brian Knows notes that I usually write down. And we talked about why he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. Why isn't he in the conversation, perhaps even of the MVP? Because when you play behind guys like Kamara and Drew Brees, that's what happens. That's basically what happened. Drew Brees overshadows the star of Drew Brees overshadows a guy like Michael Thomas. He does. And he's been the constant with the Saints. So the players that get their shine and are producing great numbers and all of that, it's going to go to Brees primarily. I think in this season, though, with Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Ballgame starts five games and Michael Thomas doesn't miss a beat. And he's still in line to set a single season record for the most catches. So he's still, he should get more praise than he does. Right. I just still look at defensive coordinators like, are you guys part of this? You know, are they like the talking heads in the media that overlook Michael Thomas? Is that what the defensive coordinators are doing? Double that guy, please. It's not like they have 
a top-end number two receiver. So I, it's right there to double him. And I want to see if, especially in the playoffs, more defensive coordinators do just that. I want to make a statement here, a very sound statement, and we could write this down for all time, this for all time, because you're like the Michael Thomas of Fox Sports Radio. You don't get the credit you deserve. I'm just saying, Brian No is very similar to Michael Thomas. Okay, well, I leave it you. like that. <laughs> I leave it at that. I really do. I he like is that. Brian Good Nuh. stuff right yes. there. All right. right. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. Even during the holiday season, there's time for a spat. Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bronx Talk Radio coming right up. By the way, it's about 12 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And you want to hear something amazing? Well, Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting the cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Let's go to the Bronx. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. 
Something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. Hey, it's the freaking holidays. How do you like this, huh? You like this cold? Who made you great? That's what Who I made me great? Made you you great. made me great. You made me great. All the people out there listening to Bronx Talk Radio over the freaking years, they made me great. That's what that's what happened here. Uh, I love the holiday season over here. Yeah. You know? yeah Spreading you know holiday cheer. Holiday freaking chair and some left hooks to the right. face. Yeah. Uh, I got some presents for you. So I got for... Our man here, I got for our man, Brian No, some freaking apple cinnamon, Nutri-Grain. I know what he likes. That's what I like to hear right That's there. That's what you I literally like to hear. just polished yeah, yeah, off one good. of my two apple cinnamon, Nutri-Grain Ugh, You better make that three morning. or four, right. or else True you're not going to be eating my freaking gifts over here. But Andy, we got some cigars on your way. What, what oh, can you say? Thank you. Yeah, there thank you, you very go. Much. There you thank go. you very much. You know who's they not- better be showing up here in the mail, Crispy, because uh, I don't want this to just be lip service over here. This may you know? or may not be a radio bit. You will never know. No, you will never Don't know, Brian. Don't get me pomegranate like Furman over there either. You know, no, you get the right you a package. one. Apple you never said right on the box. I'm out. Well, let's... I sent you a package, and then you're supposed to send me a picture so I can look at the right I sent you a picture. I sent you two Settle pictures. down, all of you. Them. Settle freaking down. Let's talk about again. someone who's not in the holiday spirit. Kabir Gibaja Biamila, former Green Bay Packer, who sent two goons undercover to film Uh-oh. his kids in a Christmas pageant. He said that those kids... Cannot be a freaking part of. Uh, they both got arrested for trespassing. They also had unlicensed firearms and all sorts of weirdness. He yeah. comes down there to try to bail them out, and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, you get out of here. Uh, he goes on a 30-minute rant where he says that those kids are his property. Uh, he calls the pageant a pagan festival, all kinds of stuff. So Whoa. No so freaking happy Christmas. So he had undercover yeah. agents look after his own kids? Is that what Yeah, it's like yeah. a split family thing here. Yeah, that's what I call wow. a true loving parent, really. Yeah, no not pagan rituals. Like a good scenario over there. No that's freaking yet, pagan rituals in uh, right. Christmas you Watch that on YouTube. It's got a nice little thing going there on YouTube with that stuff. It does he? Yeah. All right. Well, Isaiah Thomas went into the freaking sands, was about to start Malice in the Palace round five. So, fan was jeering at Isaiah Thomas, giving him the double bird, and Isaiah Thomas wanted to give him a piece of his mind. But, hey, you want to know why that fan was uh, yelling at Isaiah? Let's find out. Tell him, Chris. Here we go. I'm a man before anything and be a fan. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a Frosty. Because if you miss two free throws, I guess the fans get a Frosty. Question to you guys. What would you guys do for a Frosty? Well, I wouldn't give any player a double bird if it cost me whatever that food item was. What a lunatic a frosty? over there. But, well, they yeah, said he was three sheets are, to the wind. He was Frosties three are amazing, but it's not worth a double bird to the guy who hits the second of two free throws. Right. You know, it's ridiculous. But what would I want the most? That's a good question over there by you, Chris. But I will uh, tell you this much. Isaiah was a gentleman. He didn't go up there with fisticuffs. He went there just to say, I want an apology. You got to be a fan and calm down. For two You'll freaking birds? For two freaking birds. Isn't that a bit soft to say that's disrespectful? Well, it was just a no, two birds. He gave it two birds, but he also had a couple of choice words. Yes. To, to, well, F U B word said that right, a couple of right, times. Right, right, I don't have an issue with them. Whatever. They, they that's that's Philadelphia. That's more. Philadelphia. They do that. They say that to you as just a holiday greeting. They say that to Santa Claus in Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly.
They throw yeah, batteries I'm still at them too. Thinking of the item, I, McDonald's French fries. Those are fantastic over there. I'm not flipping anybody. Arby curly fries. Just get it straight, because Frosties are from Wendy's, not McDonald's. I, he asked me for any item oh, over right, there. Okay. I said a frosty. You, you back off over there. Uh, sorry, all right. Sorry. Last story we have here. Since we're talking about Christmas gifts and holiday gifts, yeah. this is from the New York Times, and I oh. will just read this here because this is an idea for yous to me. Uh, The American axe craze is everywhere. In designer axe brands, the rise of axe-throwing bars, and the Internet's first axe emoji, which debuted this year. If you want to buy an axe for Christmas, move fast. They're sold out at Nordstrom. Wow. You've got to be kidding me. People are liking their axes. I want a freaking axe over here. I saw this on ESPN. They had the axe-throwing league on the other night. True story. I've gone axe-throwing before in Portland. We had a contest. No contest. You? I battled coworkers or listeners. Did you hit a guy a with an axe? Coworker had he battled me in axe throwing, and I won. Did you Did hit they him with give an you axe? Training in the face? before you do it. Is it a little training before you do it? You just go yeah, ahead a little bit. And do they it. give you a little tutorial, tell you what to do. So did you, you know, hit him in the face? Don't throw anybody. Don't throw it at foreheads over there. That was number. Oh, uh, there's no don't fun in that. Jeez. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It was the biggest upset of the season. We'll tell you all about it in just about a minute. But right now, it's time to say, wake up, America! Are you there? Are you there? Thank you. Stop chewing on that candy. Thank you very much. All right. That's enough already. Go away. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. Why? For a free rate quote. That's why. Here he is. He's my partner. He's my friend. He is, in fact, the brains of the outfit. Yes. Yes, he is. And he is the hardest working man in radio today. That, I tell you, without a, a... an, an ounce, an ounce of falsehood. Really, my guy, Brian. No, hello, B. How are you? Doing great. Doing absolutely fantastic this nah. morning, Andy Furman. We got a lot of ball, a lot yes, of ball do. to get to, and yes. it's crazy. It's week sixteen, man. We got two regular season weeks left in the NFL season, and then playoff football. Playoff football should be. Outstanding. I'm glad you mentioned that because in a way I'm sad, but in a way I'm excited for playoff action. But I'm sad because I miss it. And I thought about this while watching the games last night. I think it was during the halftime of one of the games. I said, you know what? 16 weeks, you know, comes down to like four months. If you kind of translate that into baseball, you'd only be like maybe into June, right? July. Mm-hmm. July. And you still got a whole month, August, September, a little October to go in baseball. I mean, it's it's here and gone football. I mean, and maybe that's why it's so great because less, in fact, is more. Less is more. Yeah. But you got 16 weeks and it goes so fast and you wait so long for it. I mean, June comes, July, they go to camp. I mean, you go crazy. And now the end is almost there. I mean, I know this is the crescendo part, the playoffs heading up to the Super Bowl. But you just love talking about all the games on Sundays and watching all those games. And it's almost coming to an end. So I'm a little bit sad, but a little bit excited too. I'm very saddened. Very saddened. I'm with you. But I hear you. That explanation makes a lot of sense where that's one of the great strengths of the NFL too, just the way it's structured where you have 16 games for each team and it goes fast, man. It really does. And I know you have Thursday Night Football, which has been a big-time success this season. Yes, it has. Fox did a great job with it, and the quality of the games improved greatly, and that helped a lot as well. The commentators, it sounds big when you have Troy Aikman, you've got Joe Buck, 
But if they're broadcasting the Jags in Tampa, it doesn't sound as big anymore. So right. The, right. the NFL did a good job of meeting Fox halfway because they had some really, really good matchups this season. You also get Monday Night Football, so the point is you've got football, at least in the NFL, for three days of the week. And, you know, it still flies by. So it shows you that it the product is very good. It's not just that it's a couple of days a week compared to every day like baseball. You're exactly right. And and it's funny because yesterday, what the thing I, I, I kind of question, and I'm so happy I have the NFL Network, obviously, but those three games that were on yesterday were all on the NFL Network. And I don't understand why one of the networks, the major networks, picked them up. I mean, I saw one of these godforsaken bowl games on, I think it was CBS. I mean, really and truly, I mean, I think anybody watched that game. I mean, but they had three NFL games on the NFL Network, which I had, no, I had no problem, but I think that it hurt the NFL to some extent because I don't think everybody gets the NFL Network. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's true. It is. And, uh, of course, they're going to try to put a few games on there to urge people to buy NFL Network. It's right. Fine. But yeah, if you didn't have NFL Network yesterday, you missed out on some good games. Those were yeah. three entertaining games. Could have gone and meaningful way. games. Yeah, very yeah. meaningful games. No yeah. doubt. I'll give you a little bit of a synopsis of what happened yesterday for those who are too stupid to figure this out. And I'm pretty stupid myself. It took me a while to do this, okay? It was an assignment that I gave to myself. The Texans with their win, they clinched the AFC South. We know that, right? Put a check next to that. The Patriots win the AFC East with their win yesterday. The Vikings clinch a playoff spot. And the Rams, the Rams, the defending NFC champs, are eliminated from postseason contention because they lost to the 49ers 34-31 on a last second, last play field goal. Let's take a list of Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers, what he had to say after that baby. We had to win this game no matter what. You know, I think possibly based off how tomorrow goes, we would have still been playing for the West next week versus Seattle. So if that would have happened, we would have dealt with that. But um, now winning this, you don't have to worry about anything. Now we got one game here left in our season before the playoffs and got eight days to get ready for it. And we're pumped about that. Wow. Man, there's a lot riding on that game next week, Andy. Yeah. You could either jump up to a one seed or you could be a five seed. And that's the difference between most likely if you're alive in the playoffs long enough, if you're a five seed, most likely three road playoff games versus if you're a one seed, two home playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. So that game at Seattle next week is just monstrous for the Seahawks and the Niners. It's crazy. It really is because this team right now is 12-3 and three. And they could they could be a five C, which is you know totally unfair. But you did mention this again in my nose notebook. You did mention the coach of the Denver Broncos wanted to have the realignment in the playoff format, which is not a bad idea. Well, Vic Fangio, his idea it's a little bit different. He wants of the sixteen games that teams play two divisions. No, he wants to keep it AFC, NFC, but he wants to eliminate divisions essentially. Oh, but I thought he just wants the, the teams the take a team in the NFC. Let's right. say the 49ers, because right. we were just talking about them. He would say the 49ers play all 15 teams in the NFC. Right. And they would play one team from the AFC. And then he says you take the top six teams based on record in each conference. And that eliminates what's happening in the NFC East this year where either the Cowboys or the Eagles get in, he's like, that guarantees you you get the six best teams based on record if you do it that way. That's Vic Fangio's idea. It makes some sense. It's a little radical. I would just prefer the way it is right now 
and you take the six best teams, well, you take the six teams, you know, the four division winners, the two at large, if you will, you know, best record, and I would seed them based on on record. That's what I would do. I wouldn't take it as far as Vic Fangio is yeah, taking let's it, go back but to he does Fangio. make some sense. Yeah, let's go back to the Fangio thing, because I was confused when he said that he had the 16 teams playing, but you only play one team in the AFC. How does that come? I mean, how do you decide what team you play? I mean, I, I you have to rotate that, I'm sure, every year. But how do you decide who do you play and where do you play that game? Right. It would. Well, that's the tricky part. It would be a lot like college football is. Take the Big Ten, you know? Right. You don't have Michigan play Ohio State. Oh, and the crossover, yeah. Yeah, it right. just goes one year, one year. You're at home this year. You're away next year. The thing with the NFL, if they did that, I mean, are you locked in? Let's say it's the Niners and you play every team in the NFC. Right. So it could work out where you have the Seahawks at home and you have the Rams at home. And that's a major advantage for a few years. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't change. So there are some flaws with that idea. But to his point, yeah, you are getting the six best teams, at least the six teams with the best records if you did it that way. But I do like that you play your division a couple of times each year. I don't mind the structure. I just hate that the division winner automatically gets a home playoff game. I don't like that. I think that should change well, immediately. The one thing I do like, the Vic Vangio came out there and said that, and he's not crying because his team's not going to the playoffs anyway, so it wasn't a bad deal. If a team is going to the playoffs and on, on the fence, I mean, if Kyle Shanahan said that, I say, wah, wah, wah. I mean, come on. I, I get it. You may be a fifth seed with a 12-3 and record. I get that, but at least Fangio, he's got no game in here. He's got no dog in the fight. He's 5-9 and nine right now. He's going nowhere. So it wasn't a bad thing. He did it for the good of the league, not to help his own cause. It's just an idea. Sure, I hear you. But a lot of that tradition goes away. I love what we saw last night when it was was two of the games. It was Rams, Niners. You go back way back in the day with Jerry Rice and carving up the Rams. and These teams have history, you know? So if they're only playing once a year, that changes a lot of it. Bills, Patriots. To see those teams, it's you know that. It's a rivalry, division battle, all right. of that type of stuff. A lot of that would go by the wayside if you did the Vic Fangio thing where a team in one conference is playing all the other teams in that particular conference and one other game from the other side of the, of the league. You know, I, a lot of those conference tie-ins go away. A lot of... What drives fan interest is, goodness, think about the Eagles game against the Cowboys. That's going to be huge to win the division. And you're just climbing up to eight and seven. You could be a punching bag come playoff time, but you want to take down your rival. That's going to be a madhouse there today. That may be one of the bigger rating TV games all year long, that Cowboy-Eagle game. Maybe huge ratings tonight on that. You don't think? I think the ratings simply because are going to be good. You're, no, simply because A, America's team, B, it means something, C, large market Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you on that. Large market Dallas, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be one of the yeah, – I'm with you. I'm with you. It took me a while. You had to talk me into it. Well, there have been some monster games like Cowboys, Patriots. And when you're looking – I know the divisional tie-in and all of that, but you got to get – the non-Cowboy, non-Eagle fans to really spike the ratings. And I don't know how many people are going out of their way 
to see that afternoon game, you know? Because the ratings, right. the I'm sorry, the records just aren't that sexy. They're both 7-7. Seven no. and seven. It's crazy. But it's a meaningful, yeah, but it's a meaningful game. I want to go back. I want to put a little pressure on you if I can. I don't mean to do this to you, but you're the yeah, expert as far as Vegas is concerned. Okay. And Rams are on the sidelines now. They're going to watch the playoff games like we are on TV. They got eliminated yesterday. What was the Vegas odds going into the year of them repeating and going back to the Super Bowl? Oh, man, I don't know about that. Um, They weren't terribly long because, goodness, they just made it to the Super Bowl. Right. And they brought a lot of the same team back. So they were among the leaders to get there, but a very disappointing season for them. There's no doubt. The offensive line, it wasn't the same old line. couple of new faces there. The 6-1 defensive alignment that Bill Belichick unveiled in the Super Bowl, a lot of teams copied that and really right. slowed the running game down. Todd Gurley without a 100-yard performance all season long. So it's just not the same team if you slow down that running game because Jared Goff, he's really good off of play action, and he's not your prototypical drop-back guy. You need that running game working for the Rams' offense to really be firing, and that just wasn't the case this year. And there'll year. be some changes on that coaching staff. And you know what? I mean, some of the crazies are going to say, maybe uh, Zach Taylor's uh, move to Cincinnati had something to do with it. I don't think so. I don't think so. But there could be some with what? fools out with there. what? The Sean McVay tie-in? Yeah, yeah. Maybe well, there are a lot of coaches that got a gig I know, because I of know. Sean McVay's success. And I wonder how many organizations are like, maybe we didn't quite get it right. Trying to find the Sean McVay clone because all of a sudden that offensive line isn't steamrolling people. The running game isn't working, and Sean McVay looks pretty ordinary. There's only so much you can do as a play caller. You're not a genius But Todd Gurley, I mean, he just... I don't know. He just didn't have to get up and go until maybe the last couple of games. I don't know what he's holding back, injured, whatever, whatever it may be. But you got to get that run game going. Yeah, and they couldn't get it going. Well, that I think it's collectively. Problem. I think that he slowed down a little bit. That old line slowed down noticeably, and the combination you see what we saw. It's just that running game is not even close to what it was. And Andrew Whitworth right now, one of my favorites when he played in Cincinnati. I mean, he's going to be pushing, what, 38 next year. I don't know what's going to happen with him. He may may call it quits after this year. Yeah, he might. Uh And goodness, that's the thing with Todd Gurley. It's not to say he had a terrible season. He didn't. But he scored 40 touchdowns over the last two years before this season. 40. Mm -hmm. And the yards and everything, passing game, all that he provided – He's not a dud. It's not like he completely stinks out loud now. Right. But he's not nearly what he once was. He was a legitimate MVP candidate. He's not even sniffing the MVP race now. I think there's something wrong physically with him. I really do. So I we'll think see. there's something there. Yeah. yeah and with coupled you. with the old line, that's just a bad mix. There you go. Uh, right. Look at this. Look at Vinay. We got uh, we got the executive producer of all executive producers, Vinay. He says the Rams are plus nine fifty to win according to FanDuel in July. Look at Asking that. Asking you, Sherry. I mean, come. Let me tell you, this guy. You know, if he was a woman, I'd kiss him on the lips. Really? Wow. That's wow. the way that he's going to get so you happy. fired these days. If you're not in a relationship, Andy Furman, it's a good thing that Vinay is not a woman because you'd be out of a job, right? Yeah. That's number one. Right. That's but true, yeah. two. Those the Rams were among the league leaders. I, what was the top? Maybe Patriots plus six hundred, something like that. So the Rams are in that area code, right? And they're a non-playoff team. Very disappointing year for them. And I don't want to praise Vinay too much because I know what happens to producers that with us that work with us. They're not that's here true. too long. They yeah. move on to bigger and better things. Really, I think that's what you do. You do such a great job of complimenting your coworkers. 
that they get this confidence and swagger. Yeah. And management picks right. up on that. And I'm like, waiting for someone to compliment me so I can move on myself. But that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I get it. I understand. I know. I what compliment my... you all the time, I Andy I Furman. I, I, you do an I excellent what... job. Thank you. I know what my lot in life is. I get it. It's okay. He's Brian. No, I love him to death. He's my partner. You can get him on Twitter 24-7. How? At the No Show, NOE Show, or at Andy Furman FSR, or better yet, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. This hour, we have bottom barrel betting, and in our final hour, the third hour, we'll have Alex Marvez. He's the Sheik. He's the maven of the NFL. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider, and after that, we have Noah's picks. But they still have something to play for. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It was the upset. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 past the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. You want to hear something amazing, really? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much you match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. How do you like that, B? How do you like that? Are you Love ready? It. 
Yes. I've said that this was the biggest upset of the year. At the time, we didn't know that, but it was the Ravens-Browns game. Ravens 12-2 and at the Browns today. Browns are 6-8, and and the Browns in Cleveland are getting 10 today. But back in week four, the Browns won. One big at Baltimore, 40-25. to Who would have thunk it? And after that, the Ravens went on a 10-game win streak. How do you like that? Doesn't that seem crazy now? It's nuts. Yeah, it seems wild that... The Ravens would lose by 15 points to the lowly Browns. But I would say a couple of things. It shows you how long the season is. And if you look forward to the playoffs, I mean, it does show you that the Ravens are more beatable than I think the general public would lead you to believe or they believe themselves. Because you look at this Ravens team, I think that I wouldn't be shocked if they don't win a playoff game, Andy. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be floored because it's a great team. I'm not saying that they're just a bunch of, you know, uh, hype and no substance. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's more so the nature of the league where if you look at this Ravens team, they've done such a great job led by Lamar Jackson getting leads this season and they've scored so often. That defense, they can go against offenses that are largely one-dimensional because they know the pass is coming. If all of a sudden you're the Ravens' defense and you're trailing by 10 points and the offense is giving you a mix of the run, the pass, they're keeping you off balance, all of that, I just think that you can upset the Ravens come playoff time and suggesting that, I imagine there are a lot of people like, who is this guy? What's he, does he even watch the NFL? The Ravens are magnificent this year. There have been so many times where teams, the Packers, 15-1, and one, they lose their first playoff game against the Giants uh, years ago. Like There are mm-hmm. teams with great regular season records that do nothing come playoff time. I wouldn't be floored if the Ravens are the latest installment of that. And I, I think you've got a great point there because the, the deal of the NFL is you figure out what a team does after several games. That's what you do. Now, if the Patriots were to face the Ravens again, I don't think the score will be 37-20 this time. I think the Patriots would figure it out, and I think the Patriots win. And the Patriots are coming into their own right now. I watched them play yesterday. It was the first time they had some sort of a, a semblance of an offense. They really did. They had a balanced attack. They ran the football. They passed the football. Julian Edelman was on the sidelines for part of the game, and they, they still had a successful passing attack. I think they figured it out, and they will figure it out if they play Baltimore again. They might. Time will tell. I don't think it would be a 17-point beatdown if they meet again. And there were some fluky things that happened in that game. Julian Edelman fumbled. It was returned for a touchdown. Right. So it's not to take credit away from Lamar Jackson or the Ravens. They've had a tremendous season. But there's this sense I get from the media NFL fans where it's radical to suggest they might not win a playoff game. I don't think it's radical at all. I wouldn't be surprised at all. If it's they funny don't you mention one that. game. And, and if that happens, all the good, all the good that was done this year, the 12-2 record as of today, the 2,800-plus the yards that he's thrown for, 33 touchdowns, 112-plus passer rating, all that goes down the toilet because it means nothing. It means nothing if you don't win a playoff game, or at least go deep into the playoffs. Now, that first game when they played the Browns, Lamar threw two interceptions that game, and Nick Chubb, the running back for the Cleveland Browns, gave the Ravens problems. 
That they run really gave them some problems. We'll see what happens today with Chubb. And I think one of the major problems while the Browns have been such a big disappointment this year is they haven't run the football as much as they should have run the football. Well, and also Odell Beckham Jr. He's had eight straight games not reaching 100 yards receiving. That's the longest stretch of his career. And when the Browns picked up OBJ, there was a lot of optimism. Man, he's going to put up some sick numbers. Now he's got Baker Mayfield and he's getting away from Eli Manning. Man, what kind of numbers is he going to put up? Well, not that impressive as it turns out. It's just not a good fit over there. And I don't buy this when Odell Beckham Jr. came out this week and he was like, I'm going to be here. I don't want to go anywhere else. Cleveland is the place for me because of the Jay Glazer reports and others that said he's telling teams, hey, come get me. Come get me. That's the thing, Andy. If you're in a happy relationship, you aren't flirting with other girls. And Odell Beckham Jr. is flirting with other teams because he isn't happy with the Browns. And we can't blame him. Eight straight games without reaching 100 yards? Receiving? Well, I'll tell you another problem which bothers Odell Beckham. Obviously, the team record, not getting the, the stats that he wants to. Yeah. I don't think the stage is big enough for him in Cleveland. He wants a bigger stage. He loved that New York thing. You know, in New York, the, the, the media followed him around day and night. The nightlife, the Sunday games is one thing, but throughout the week, they followed every move he made, clubs he went to and things like that, which I don't know if it's good, better, or indifferent, but that's just the way it is in New York City right. with the page six thing in the New York Post or whatever it may be. I, I think he loves that, and he's not getting that in Cleveland. Right, and if we, <laughs> if it's off the record and it's like, hey, Odell, Maybe he's talking to his agent. Hey, Seattle's interested. How about you, Russell Wilson? Huh? You really expect him to be like, no, I'm going to ride this thing out in Cleveland with Baker. I don't believe that at all. I think this is just, it's tough. When you are met with the media sticking all these microphones in your face saying, do you want out of here? Do you want to leave this organization? Sometimes it's difficult to be like, yeah, I do. I want out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think right. that deep down is what he does want. It, it amazes me. It really. You know, a quick question. I mean, obviously, the New England Patriots need a guy that could really split the field and go deep and stretch it. I mean, and they had that Antonio yeah. Brown scenario. Do you? Can you see Odell Beckham Jr. on the New England Patriots? Can you see that? I, absolutely, I could see that. And so I in other words, they, they'd a, take a chance on him again. They would go and take a chance with a, a, a diva type. Well, I don't think it's a Antonio Brown-like diva in OBJ, you know? I think OBJ, he can be a little, you know, eccentric here and there. Not on an AB level. That's right. a whole other level of headache. I don't think OBJ is half the headache that AB is. Right. I think that they understand that they can get somebody into their system and make them conform to their method, the, quote, Patriot way. Right. And, I mean, it would be better for the Patriots than OBJ because I don't know how much longer Tom Brady has left. Or Bill Belichick. Yeah, if you're Beckham Jr., going over there to the Patriots, there are far worse teams to play for. We all get that. But if Brady has, what, one more year after this one? Who knows how much he's time gonna he has He's going to play until he's 50, he said. Well, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> the Bionic so, quarterback. You are taking a risk. You're taking a chance if you're Odell and you go to the Patriots, if that opportunity even presents itself. We'll see. You're exactly right. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We take chances every single Sunday right here. And we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And if there's one game... 
One game to watch today. This is it. We'll tell you why next. But first, to my son, my guy, Brian Fenley Furman with the latest. What hey. is going on, Big Daddy? Hey, Ro- you baby. Hey. Robbie oh, Gold. Yes, Daddy. <laughs> Robbie Gold bangs in the game-winning 33-yard field goal as time expires as the 49ers gut-punched the Rams 34-31 on Saturday. You know what should have happened, Big B? It should have been Jimmy Garoppolo banging in the winning touchdown throw to Emmanuel Sanders to cover the spread, but he underthrew it when he was wide open, busted coverage, and the Niners only won by three. Terrible. And Brino didn't cover. No, right, no. Yeah. Multiple wah, pools. I wah, took the Niners wah. minus six and a half. I would have had a chance for a major payday, but no. <laughs> and then, no, Jimmy G can't hit the wide open guy running scot-free down the middle of the field. Can't do it. And, and then, Brian, no, that money was going to be Christmas bonuses for the for the crew here, right? Yeah, wait, I wait. would have showered you guys <laughs> with all yeah. kinds of gifts, but no, I no. Like Jimmy it. G made all that yeah, go yeah. away. It's all his. Go ahead and take a shower. <laughs> After the game, San Fran quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo hyping up next week against Seattle with that division crown and the number one seed up for grabs. We know it's going to be a hostile environment. I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. Just um, it'll be a great challenge for us. You know, all these games, it seems like every week is a big game and this time of year they all are. So we'll go in there with the right mindset, prepare for these guys and you know make it happen. And when Rams quarterback Jared Goff realized that this loss knocks his team out of the postseason, he said, quote, you never envision something like this when you start the year. It's not even close to the standard that we want to hold. It's sickening. By the way, the Patriots nauseate the Bills 24-17. New England wins the AFC East title. Buffalo grabs that fifth spot in the AFC playoff picture. Jameis Winston vomited up four interceptions as the Bucks are able to fall, that is, to the Texans 23-20. Houston takes the AFC South crown for the second year in a row. NFL Network is saying the Rams will now make serious tweaks to their coaching staff with defensive coordinator Wade Phillips mentioned as a name that might be let go. The Jaguars are trending towards keeping head coach Doug Marone and general manager David Caldwell for the 2020 season, or at least at the start of the season, barring nothing disastrous happens in the final two games of this year. According to ESPN, Derrick Henry is not going to play today against the Saints because of a hamstring injury. And Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley is good to play against the Browns after passing concussion protocol. Back to my daddy, Andy Fur and our good buddy, Brian No. Thank you. And, and Brian No, you know, I'll make this public right now, is your godfather. You yes. know that, right? Yes, yes we godfather. do. And I've yet to, uh, actually, I've yet to meet my official father. I've met my godfather in the flesh. But I'm still waiting for the meeting with my real daddy. Yeah. Right. I'm an absentee father. Yes. It's right. Okay. It's messed right. up. But you know what? If anything, God forbid, happens to Andy Furman, I got you. Brian Thank you, Brian. Family. I'm there for you. Brian, stick together. Godfather. We stick together. I know That's you right. do. That's right. We right. do. All right. By the way, something's got to give. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He is Brian. No, I'm Andy Furman. And welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800 947 an auto, the only hard part figuring out which way is easier. And of course, we have bottom barrel betting in less than 10 minutes. We've crossed the 50-yard line right here on Fox Football Sunday. And this is the game. This is the game of the day. 
It's on Fox. They got the big one right now. The line is Philadelphia Eagles getting one and a half, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. It's for all the marbles right now because who's going to win that division? Who's going to win the NFC East right now? But the Cowboys did beat the Eagles back in week seven, and they beat them badly, 37-10. to 10. And the key in this game, I think, and maybe I'm wrong here, and I have been wrong before and I will be wrong in the future, Amari Cooper, wide receiver for the Cowboys. I don't know if the Eagles can handle him. Well, it fluctuates. You got the Eagles, they're two and a half point dogs now, a little bit more of of underdogs. More money has come in mm-hmm. on the, the Cowboys side of this. But uh I mean look at the through the walking wounded wide receiver wise for the Eagles. Nelson Aguilar not expected to play today. And look, it's not a complete excuse for Carson Wentz. There are times he has wide open receivers and he just missed them consistently right. this season. But that does have an impact on his numbers. There's no doubt. Doesn't fully explain it, but has an impact. If you look at the Cowboys, how about last week? They rushed against the Rams. Forget this, Andy. 263 yards. That is a huge amount of yardage to run against a Rams squad. So if they can crank up Ezekiel Elliott in that running game, I think that's really, really going to be the test for the Cowboys because Amari Cooper, he's been fantastic at home. hasn't been nearly as good on the road. And it's not to say he can't have success today. He clearly can. But if they can run the ball the way they did similarly against the Rams last week, I think the Cowboys win this game. No doubt. So you're taking the Cowboys. You know what? I, if, I kind of like the Eagles. If, if they can I kind of like the Eagles in this game. I, I just I have a hunch. It's a gut feeling. I, I don't know why. I, and I know everything points towards the Cowboys. They got a great run game. They got the receiving situation. Eagles running backs. Uh, they got to be the key. They got to run the football. But they can't pass it. You know, Miles Sanders and, and uh, Boston Scott. They got to run it. The only guy to have on the receiving end probably is their tight end, Zach Ertz. But the Eagles do control their own destiny. they got to win, and I think they will win. And the fact that the game is, in fact, in Philadelphia, that, that's a big draw. That helps. I really believe the Eagles will win this one. I got the Cowboys in this one. I just think they're the better team, Andy. Well, they are and, a better uh, team. They are. Yeah. And they're not, ba- they're not as banged up as the Eagles. Yeah, yeah right. But it's going to be a madhouse over there. We get it. It's a rivalry. Eagles fans are nuts, and I mean that in a complimentary way. Right. They are, man, they're going to be fired up, there's no doubt. But it's the same thing that happens with crowds all the time. You can have a rabid fan base, but if you look up the scoreboard and you're trailing by 10 points, you're not as rabid anymore. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. <laughs> right, so right. the Cowboys could easily take the crowd out of the game if they're able to get a lead and maintain it. I just think they're the better team. I've got the Cowboys in this one. Really? Is this one of your games for nose picks? Because I'd stay away from this game. I really would. It very well could be, Andy. I hone in on my picks throughout the show, you know? And this might be one that stands the test of time, and I uh-huh. lock it in at the end here because I take my selections very seriously. Is this what we call a tease in the, in the radio it's business? very much a te- tease, and it's okay. also me being indecisive and trying to make up my mind before the end of the show. Well, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, if they win today, it gives them the opportunity to get that division crown. And more than that, should they get the division crown next week, they play at the Giants. They could rest all their starters in that game, which they need to do because they're all banged up anyway. Well, they don't clinch the division because that would just be a a head-to-head, you know, they they each would have a head-to-head win, right? So I don't think the Eagles can clinch it today, can they? I think they can, according to calculations. I mean, 
Uh, you're all over the playoff scenarios, so you yeah, know, know better I, than I, me. But but. They're very confusing. They they really are. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I could do here. See the Cowboys. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. See, look at the division. If records. they beat the Eagles, if the Cowboys win today. They will win a division based on head to head. Yes, we know but, that. It's right. if, the but if the Eagles win, win yeah. the Eagles could secure the division with a win next week at the Giants. Right. They'd have to play. Okay, they can't okay, clinch sorry, it today. Yeah. Right. They have to win next week too. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why they must have a heck of a staff in the NFL doing this stuff. I couldn't do it. I'd go. <laughs> it's nuts, not really. that tough, Andy. I, I don't can't know why. stand. I don't like it. I don't like that. I really don't. It's... It doesn't take that much to figure out, hey, here's what we're looking at. we got to win this game and next week to lock up the division for sure. No problem. And, and honestly, really, uh, with the Cowboys beating the Eagles in week seven, and that was a 37-10 score, it sure would make it a lot more interesting of, in fact, if the Eagles did win today because then they have no tie. You know what I'm saying? They have the one, one win each. So it makes it even more interesting. And next week, next week's game for the Eagles means something. See, I, I yeah. like that when you go down to the final week of the year when the game means something. As well, we if you're looking earlier. for week 17 meaning something, you're an Eagles fan today. Right. that's the only way. Uh, right. Because the Cowboys can wrap up the division with a win today. But you know what? Real fast, Andy. How about Doug Peterson? You know? This is still a, a talented Eagles team. And they're 7-7. Seven and seven. And look well, around the league. Though. Look at a guy like... Anthony Lynn, that's still a talented Chargers team. They battled a lot of injuries. There's no doubt. Right. But they're still talented enough to not be a 5-9 and nine I, I know where team you're going. in the basement. You know? He's not getting heat. He's not getting but it's heat. just funny because Jason Garrett, who's obviously a part of this Cowboys-Eagles game, he's the dude that just gets absolutely crushed, and deservedly so. But there's no criticism for Anthony Lynn nationally, none. Well, well, I and Doug say, Peterson gets very little nationally as well. You you made the asterisk right there nationally because I'm sure he's getting criticism in Philadelphia because that, of course. that city. Yeah. there's no but doubt. Nationally, who okay who a, bashes Doug Peterson the same way they bash oh, Jason nationally? Now, I know Peterson has a ring. I get it, but it shouldn't be a get out of jail free card for the rest of your career. If no, you've got talent right. and you've had weaker results, that's typically a, a recipe to get crushed. No, you're right. And one of the problems is that, A, Dallas is America's team. Like it or not, they are. And number two, you don't have the general manager slash owner True. on your back in Philadelphia where Jerry Jones basically hints every – you know, you got an owner slash general manager who's talking about Lincoln Riley as a possibility as an NFL coach. I mean, you, you don't think that puts heat on Jason Garrett? You know, Jerry Jones created that situation. No one else. Jason Garrett, yeah, his record hurt him, but no one created a situation like that in Philadelphia. You don't hear the GM in Philly going public and saying, well, I think such and such could be a great head coach in the National Football League. And then Jerry Jones comes out several weeks ago saying, Jason Garrett will coach again next year in the NFL. Didn't say he'll coach in Dallas. That's all true. Yes, that's all true, Andy. But look around the league. A couple of examples. Look at Ron Rivera. He went to a Super Bowl with the Panthers. He got fired. Yeah. The Panthers are 5-9. and nine. That's the same record as the Chargers this New year. New ownership, though, this year in Carolina. Okay, fine. But the point is national criticism. There's no national criticism for Anthony Lynn, head coach of the Chargers. Look at 
Dan Quinn with you're the Falcons. You're doing it right now. We're national and you're criticizing Okay, it. well, I'm the one guy. I'm on an island by myself. Right. We need to criticize the season that Anthony Lynn has had and also the season that Doug Peterson has had and not save all of our criticism and ridicule just for Jason Garrett. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'm here. Look, you make sense, and I like your your little note there saying that Doug Peterson, you know, getting that NFL, going to the Super Bowl is not a get-out-of-jail-free card. You're right. right. I mean, you know, if you can go to the Super Bowl, still be fired. And I'm not saying I don't want to see Doug Peterson fired, but I think that they give him the chance because of yeah. the injury factor in Philadelphia. Look at Tom Coughlin. He won two. He still right. got fired. You know, it's, it doesn't buy you a lifetime great. pass. And generally, when you achieve greatness, the expectations get higher. And this Eagles team is dramatically underperformed. And normally coaches get criticized when that's the situation. But nationally, Doug Peterson, he gets Lucky I, like, for him. a tenth of the criticism that Jason Garrett gets. It's not yeah. even close. And, and he's lucky. He's, he should thank yeah. Jerry Jones. He really should. He's yeah. Brian Ho. I'm Andy Furman. You know what? It's just like opening a gift on Christmas morning. We call it bottom barrel betting. It's all yours next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bada 
Barrow Benning coming right up about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And you want to hear something amazing? Well, Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash Cash back match. Let's play. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. Oh no! You thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money, or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yeah, and the man who runs the show, the one and only Vinny. Vinny. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we today? What's up, Vinny? How you doing, man? What are you doing for the Christmas holiday season? Uh, I will be working. So okay. much like you, Brian, I will Spreading be in. holiday cheer. Yes. Yep. I'll be uh, I'll be producing Good. the Doug Good Gottlieb show, and I will I will probably go see Star Wars. That'll be oh, okay. uh, that'll be the Christmas celebration. So Very that, nice. that's about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, not great. You know, my team lost. And neither of you guys did very well this past uh, week. Uh, what? Bottom barrel what? betting. Yeah, both of you losing records two and three. Ooh. Both the same? For, yep, both of you tied it up at two and three this week. Whoa. And uh, at least Furman didn't beat me. That's good. Yeah. And nice. my team nice is now. Spirit. Nice. <laughs> and my team is now playing for third place. Oh, so, really? You got knocked out? Yep, huh? got knocked out. So we're playing for third place in 5% of the pot. So good. I think I will good. win about $12. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good luck. Fingers crossed. All right. So moving on, we are pl- we are going to players that I am playing against this week in the third place game. First up, Ezekiel Elliott, rushing yards against the Eagles. You guys were talking about this last segment. I got an over-under of 85 and a half yards. Oh, over. Ooh, are what you guys kidding think? me? Over. Wow. That's a high total. I don't think it's going to be that easy. Over. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to grip my teeth and take the over. Yeah, all he needs be is like one burst, you know what I mean? One bust out. <sighs> that's still a lot of yards right there. I know, I know. Yeah, Look that's a high it. total out of you, Vinay. Uh, man, I'm going to have to white knuckle that one. I don't love it. I'll take the over. You can switch. I'm good. I'll take all the right, over. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, next game, we've got uh, Tyler Lockett. He's going up against the Cardinals. We've got an over under of number of receptions at five and a half catches. What do you guys think? Man, I hate that Cardinals defense. I think the Cardinals keep it close today. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. That's still with the six over. catches. A lot of catches for yeah, Tyler Yeah, I'm going Lockett. with the over. I think it'll be a big one. I think it'll be a lopsided yeah. game in that one. I don't. I think the Cardinals keep it close. I think Seahawks win like 31-7. No, you're out of your mind. You're crazy we'll today. You want to bet? You want to bet? Yes, I'll put on put Nutri-Grain bars on there, and I'll get the Send long me the picture. What's the incentive to bet over here? Sorry, you go ahead, Vinay. What's next? All right, next up, we've got Mark Andrews going up against the Browns. Number of receiving yards over under a 50 and a half. Wow. Hmm. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to take the over in this one. I think the Ravens, you know, Lamar Jackson's had an insane season. So, uh, yeah, give me the over against the Brownies today. Well, give me the under. Give me the under against the Browns. How's that? Yeah. Give me the under. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. We'll see. All right, next up, uh, the Jaguars, total number of sacks against the Falcons, over-under of two and a half. Do you call them Jaguars? Jaguars. Jaguars. Yes, Jaguars. 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 Yeah. Jaguars. Yeah. Jaguars. yeah. Jaguars. Uh, you know, oof, that Falcons O-line, a little iffy. You go first, Furman. It's your turn to go first. I'll go over. Have? I'm going over. Go over. 
Yeah. I want to go over. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll go under to spite Andy. Really? It's probably a bad idea by me. Yeah. Don't 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 play that game. Yeah. Don't play that game. Really. It doesn't work. All it right. It really doesn't work. We got to last. Yeah. Get this last one in quickly. Okay. Uh, okay. Cortland hey. Sutton receiving yards against the Lions over under of 65 and a half yards. Oh, over all day. Over all day. You kidding me? Uh, against Chris P's Lions. He'd tell you they're I'm terrible. Go over too. Who, no one's going to watch that game. No one's going to know. But I'm going to go over. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. Thank you very Check much. The box you know what? Score. It's all about the quarterback. And that's why this team is going to win. We'll tell you all about it. Where? On Fox Football Sunday. Next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 He's getting better, but it won't be enough today. We'll get to that in a minute. But now it's time to say, Wake up, America! Wake up! That'll get Whoa. you up. That's for sure. That will certainly. That? I don't know what it was, but that'll get you up. So, what was that? Tell me, what Jurassic is that? Park over there. What's happening? Jumanji. Wow. Well, yeah. That sounds great. I'll tell you what. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, he's my partner. He's my friend. Not necessarily in that order. But he is. He's the brain to the outfit. He is the man who works harder than anybody else in the world of Sports Talk Radio. He's the one. He's the only. Brian, no. B, hour three, the power hour, the hour of power. It's great to be here with you, Andy Furman. As always, getting set for a day of ball. By the way, I got a random stat for you. Would you like to hear a random stat? I'd love to. I think this is a, a wild one here because yesterday there was a triple header. NFL action on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Loved it. How about Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback? He has not thrown for 300 yards in any NFL game so far. He's had Amazing. 26 starts, never had a 300-yard passing game. The Bills, as a team, as a franchise, it's been 48 straight games without a 300-yard passer. you got to go all the way back to 2016, when Tyrod slash Tyrod Taylor, whatever he's going by, he threw for over 300 yards against the Dolphins in Week 16. All the way back in 2016. 48 straight games, Andy. 49 straight games if you include the playoff loss to the Jaguars. Isn't that insane to you? It's insane, and I think that's just the tip of the iceberg because we have to kind of move on for that and say, well, what did we learn from that? The Bills are tw- 10 and 5. They made the playoffs last year. They're making the playoffs this year. They clinched the playoff spot last week by beating up on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost to the Patriots yesterday. That ended their hopes of perhaps even getting a division title this year. Instead, they are locked now. Locked in as a fifth seed with a 10 and 5 record. Maybe 11 and 5 because I got the Jets next week. Fifth seed in the AFC playoffs. But again, with that stat, which is almost mind boggling, what did we learn from that? Because honestly, you don't need to pass a lot to have a winning record and be successful. Because those quarterbacks that throw for 300 plus are usually throwing maybe more than 30, 40 attempts a game. And when you throw that many attempts a game, I could promise you, you're probably playing from behind. Well, I think you've gone soft, Furman. This is an embarrassing stat for the Bills. Goodness, it's three seasons worth? But Not one winning. game. But Not one winning. game you throw for 300 yards, which isn't an ungodly amount of yardage. I think it shows the limitations of not only Josh Allen as a passer, but the other Bills quarterbacks that left a lot to be desired in this long streak of 48 straight games. You throw in some... 
Terod Taylor, 14 starts. Nathan Peterman, Derek Anderson. Also, Matt Barkley and EJ Manuel. It's not exactly a who's who of quarterbacks. But when you take Josh Allen, seventh overall, and he's had 26 starts, you should expect one game of 300 yards passing. And yesterday it showed a little bit why he hasn't gotten there. Just too inconsistent. He can throw some beautiful passes. And then there are times where he's got a wide open receiver and he just can't get him the football. He just isn't consistent enough. Okay, so are you better off having a Josh Allen who hasn't thrown for 300 or a Jameis Winston who yesterday was 25 for 48 for 335, a TD and four picks, but his team goes down, down hard, 23-20 to the Houston, Texas. And by the way, the Bucks finished that game yesterday with 435 yards to the Texans, 229, but they had five turnovers. So, so what are you better off with? I'd rather take Josh Allen and the I Bills 10-5 and five record yes. any day of the week. Well, you got to go. You can't survive ever, but especially in this day and age, with your quarterback throwing the ball to the other team <laughs> consistently. Right. Jameis Winston has 28 interceptions this season. Disgusting. 28. He is so far ahead of everybody else in the NFL. It's not even close. The next closest guy, um, Philip Rivers, who's thrown the ball to the other team a lot, he's got 10 fewer interceptions than Jameis Winston. He's played one fewer game, but do you think that Phillip Rivers is throwing 10 interceptions to the Raiders today? No. 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 That's how far ahead Jameis Winston is. Baker Mayfield, who's thrown a lot of interceptions this season as well. Baker Mayfield for the year, 17 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. That's terrible. But Baker Mayfield has 11 fewer interceptions than Jameis Winston. Jameis is just handing the ball away like it's candy. And you can't win consistently when your quarterback is doing that. They opened the game yesterday with a pick six. Yeah. It was terrible. It really it was. was. It's just. It was a bad game. It was a great yeah. win for, for the Texans, but it was an ugly game on both ends. It was, it really was. And that's the thing, man. This is not Jameis's rookie year anymore. And his head coach, Bruce Arians, has said this before. Where it's like, yeah, if he can protect the football, he's good. That's the problem. He can't. He can't protect the football. This is actually what Bruce Arian said in his own words. Right, and I'm glad you're talking Just about continue to play without turning that ball over, and he's fine. But he can't. Thank you. Yeah, he can't right. continue to play without turning the ball over. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the quarterback situation and protecting the ball. There's one quarterback who has protected the ball this year and did it last year as well, Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City, who's got 23 TDs to four interceptions. And today, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to Chicago to play the Bears. I kind of like this guy. I, I just enjoy watching a good defensive ball club like the Bears playing a great offensive ball club like the Chiefs. Chiefs 10-4, and four, Bears 7-7. Seven and seven, And the Bears are getting six points in Chicago tonight. It's a night game tonight. Bears have won three of the last four. And honestly, Trubisky is looking pretty good and somewhat mobile in those wins, in those three or four wins. Last week, they lost, obviously, the Green Bay 21-13. And the Chiefs have won the last four. They beat up on Denver last week. They beat them pretty badly like a drum, 23-3. I don't trust Mitch Trubisky at all. He's played a little bit better lately. I still don't trust him whatsoever. And by the way, playing better the Chiefs defense I guess that would be a good question Chiefs defense has played pretty good football the last handful of weeks who do you trust more do you trust the Chiefs defense that as of late looks a lot better 
Uh-huh. Or do you trust Mitch Trubisky, who as of late has played a lot better? Who do you trust more? I, I trust the Chiefs defense. However, yes. you know, holding Oakland to nine points in a win, holding New England to 16 when their offense has been questionable anyway this year. If you could hold the team to 21 points or less in the NFL, you're probably going to win. Last week they hold Denver to three, but then yeah. again, not a great offensive juggernaut team, the Denver Broncos. So, yeah, I'll give their defense credit, but look who they held the points against. I mean, they gave up 32. They gave up 35 and a loss to Tennessee. I mean, that, that was terrible. But after that, they kind of turned that around a little bit. But they're playing the Chargers. So the, 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 uh, the team, the, the opponents that they had, yeah, they weren't scoring much. But do you credit their defensive play or do you credit the lack of offense on the teams that they played? Right. Well, the same thing holds true with Mitch Trubisky because the Bears had won three straight games before losing to the Packers last week. You tell me whose defense wows you. Yeah. Is it the Giants, who they stuck yeah, yeah. by nineteen to fourteen? Is it the Lions, who they beat on Thanksgiving Day? Is it the Cowboys? Who, the Cowboys defense has been pretty rough, yeah, bad uh, for Real a bad. while now. They allowed. By the way, here's a, a stat for you, not to go off in the weeds, but the Cowboys had allowed seven straight games of one hundred yards rushing at least, except for last week. The streak was snapped when they allowed the Rams to rush for only 22 yards. (laughs) So the point is the Cowboys defense isn't exactly stellar. And that's when Mitchell Trubisky played his best game of the year, that Thursday night game at home against the Cowboys. The point is this. I don't think that he's turned a corner. It's that he's played well against defenses that have left a lot to be desired. Right. I don't expect him to play well tonight. And if you're the GM, Ryan Pace, You might be watching this game through your fingers as you cover your face when you drafted Mitchell Trubisky number two overall, traded up to get the guy, by the way, and you could have had the guy on the other sideline, Patrick Mahomes, who very well could carve you up this evening. And I'd love to hear a media person, and maybe they have done this in Chicago because they're pretty aggressive in Chicago, New York, L.A., uh, as far as media, but asking the general manager what did you see in Mitchell Trubisky that told you in your heart of hearts that he could take you to the promised land? I mean, I mean, look, I'd like to find out who discovered Patrick Mahomes, who played for Texas Tech and had a losing year, and they still drafted him. And look what he did. Someone had the foresight to say, this kid's special. We're going to take him. And, and they got rid of their star quarterback, giving him to the Redskins and using Patrick Mahomes, who was untested. Remember that? That's what yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs did. So I'd like, instead of deciding who are you going to draft and drafting, do a follow-up story and, and find out why you drafted certain guys. What did you see in them telling you that you thought that that guy was the guy for you? Well, they saw, look, they saw the size, the athleticism, and it's not to say that Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes lack that, but if you're looking they at Jackson? why they liked Mitch Trubisky from the get-go, it's his size, it says it's athleticism, it's arm, it's potential, it's all these things that just didn't work out. And they not only passed on Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, I'm not going to be a hypocrite here, Andy. It's not like on draft night, going back that, that year that all those guys were drafted, it's not as if I was saying, how in the world do you pass on Patrick Mahomes? I don't think many people were saying that. Now right. all of a sudden, everybody acts like... You know, they knew where hindsight's twenty twenty. They didn't know. But I thought 
that trading up for Mitch Trubisky was absurd. So not only did you pass on those other guys, you traded up from three to two, just worrying that someone else is going to leapfrog you and get Mitch. Like It's just all bad all across the board with them taking Trubisky and moving up to get him. Yeah, I just I just think that he will not be quarterbacking the Bears next year. I got to believe that. I got I got I mean I you you can't I mean you cannot come back with that guy next year no. after a 12 and 4 season with the defense that you have and you can't make some noise in that division. You're not going to get it done with Trubisky. You just can't do it. I, I don't know if you're going to draft somebody, if anybody will be available in the middle of the pack because that's where you're going to be drafting or do you make a trade? I mean, who's probably out there? probably do both. They probably draft a guy and you probably bring in a free agent if you don't have to break, break the bank to get him. But you're right. You can't go into next season with as much as the Bears defense brings to the table. You can't go into next season with Trubisky. He's not to be trusted. I, I, I'm, you know what? Bridgewater for New Orleans is the guy that if I'm on the bear, he's on my radar. But I don't think New Orleans wants to let him go. I, I think Bridgewater is going to be there because he basically is going to be the guy in the future. You got a 39 year old guy in Drew Brees. I don't think you can let Bridgewater go. Well, Bridgewater might not want to go. It's possible that he sticks around and just waits to replace Drew Brees when the time comes. So, yeah, I hear you. Of course, the Saints are going to want to keep Teddy Bridgewater, but Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater might want to keep the Saints as well. Right. Know? But other yeah. than that, I don't know who might be available. I mean, they're talking maybe in, in Oakland, Derek Carr perhaps may be expendable. Maybe. I, I don't right. know. Uh, well, if you go through the list, there are guys like Jameis Winston. He could be available. Uh, I know. All right. Andy Dalton uh, in Cincinnati, maybe. Yeah, Andy Dalton. That's a good yeah. name. People are so down on Andy Dalton. He's not as hideous as people make him out to be. You know who Dalton reminds me of? A little bit. He reminds me a little bit of Ryan Tannehill, where he's on a bad team, yeah, yeah. and he hasn't played atrocious football, but it looks worse than it really is. Because the people that surround him. Yeah. If you get Dalton on the Bears, I think that he could have a, a comparable turnaround to Ryan Tannehill. Comparable. I, I think he's capable of that. He's certainly capable of doing better than Mitch Trubisky is. I hear you. There's no doubt about that. I hear you right there. We'll see what happens. I mean, what about Carolina? What's the future yeah, of their quarterback? Cam, I don't know. I don't know if they move on from Cam. I would expect him to be there. It's my gut feeling is I don't think you just completely reset without Cam. I think he'd still be in the mix, but... Time will tell if that's even true or not. You're exactly right. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. We call this Fox Football Sunday. And you could reach out to us on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, or 877-99 Fox. We welcome your phone calls at 877-996-6369. Bottom of the hour, that would be 830 on the East Coast. The Sheik, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider will join you. We follow that up with Brian No and No's Picks. Now, it's playoffs versus seeding. We'll tell you why next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. They're in! We'll get to that in just about a minute. 21 minutes past the hour on a Sunday. We call it Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And at the bottom of the hour, that will be 8.30 on the East Coast. The Sheik will visit you. That's Alex Marvez. He's the maven of the NFL. Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider. Here's my guy, Brian No. And tomorrow night, we got the Packers at the Vikings Vikings 10 and 4, Packers 11 and 3. I guess the heat now, the pressure is somewhat off the Vikings because the Vikings clinched the playoff spot last night. Didn't even play. How'd they do it? By virtue of the LA Rams' loss and the Rams now eliminated from the playoffs, uh, they still have a chance to win the NFC North, the Vikings do, if they could win their final two games. And that would be final two games, Green Bay and, of course, Chicago. Gonna win the final two games and the Packers lose. Their final two games. Otherwise, they're going as a wild card at the record of ten and four. Yeah, and you always hear these stats about Kirk Cousins. He's zero and eight on Monday Night Football. It's the worst mm-hmm. record by any quarterback. And look, Andy, this isn't solely the fault of Kirk Cousins. I hate these stats as if Kirk is the main reason right. that his teams are zero and eight on Monday Night Football. But you're only going to hear that louder and louder if they drop another game and he's 0-9, right? I like the Vikings in this game. I don't love them. It's a divisional matchup. 
I don't love Xavier Rhodes this year. He's really been a a letdown for the Vikings secondary. So I think that Aaron Rodgers can take advantage of Xavier right. Rhodes tonight. But I still like the Vikings. Even without Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins has played a very, very good season. He's played very well throughout the year. He's played better than Aaron Rodgers, in my mind. I think he has. And even though Aaron Rodgers is a NFC Pro Bowler, I think Dak should have been in in front of him. I think Kirk Cousins has played better. It's more of a reputation-type pick with Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't played bad. I'm not making him out to be this terrible quarterback this season, but I think his past success makes his current season look better than it is. I would go one step further and say I think this is the best season of his career as far as Kirk Cousins is concerned. And you got two quarterbacks tomorrow night with tremendous stats. I mean, Cousins is twenty-five and five TD to INT. Yeah. Rogers is twenty-four and two. That's still uh, pretty good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, but Rogers. Kirk Cousins got about eleven points on him in passer rating. That's a lot. Kirk Cousins yeah. right around one eleven. Aaron Rodgers at one hundred. So Kirk is completing just over seventy percent of his passes. Almost dead even in yardage. Kirk has what, eighteen more yards for the season than both Aaron Rodgers. Both have thirty-four hundred plus. What's that? Both have, both have passed about thirty-four hundred yards. Yes, this year. that's right. Right, right in the so, same neighborhood. Right. There's no doubt about that. But I, I think that the key is, and I think Kurt Cousins was on a big stage earlier this year, and he, and he performed well. I think that he's got to do it again tomorrow night, can he? I think he can. In week two, the Packers beat the Vikings. This is a pretty good game, 21-16. Packers have won four of their last five. Mm-hmm. Vikings have won four of their last five. But the fact that the Vikings have already clinched, does that take so much heat off it that they could kind of take their foot off the gas pedal a little bit? No, I don't think so. Not in a division game like this. It's going to be rocking. It's a Monday night game. You it's know, in The many. last one of the yeah. season. So, no, I don't think that you head in like, eh, if we win, that's cool. If not, eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins has had this season without Adam Thielen for most mm-hmm. of it. Right. So it's been a really good year for Kirk, but he's one of those guys. It's a little bit in this. Make sure you understand what I'm saying with this comparison. It's a little bit like Alex Rodriguez. Random comparison here, but... Alex Rodriguez got to a point where it didn't matter what he did in the regular season. It was all about, well, what's he going to do in the postseason, you know? And I think that's where Kirk Cousins is. It's going to take true postseason success for him to really get credited with the job he's doing because he can put up all these regular season numbers, 25 touchdowns to five picks. That's fantastic. A passer rating of 111. He's right there with the league leaders. That's all good, but he's got to have that playoff success to really turn a corner reputation-wise. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm agreeing, but I think your comparison may be, may be a bit off because instead of using Alex Rodriguez, why don't you just use Mr. October, Reggie Jackson? No, no, because... Well, tell me why. <laughs> because you look at the success that he's the opposite of what I'm comparing, actually. Oh, because he failed in October? Yeah, he, it's about oh, well. the, the regular season success... Of Kirk Cousins, it's been there. He's had right. regular season success, just like Alex Rodriguez had. But it got to a point where it was like, wake me up when it's the playoffs so I can tell if this guy actually comes through or not. That's where Kirk Cousins is. A lot of people are like, wake me up when it's playoff time because I've seen this story before. Maybe it's a bit like Romo. That'd be a good comparison. Okay, Romo had a lot of regular season success, 
And most people were like, wake me up when it's playoff time or week 17 when the Cowboys playoff lives are on the line because he tends to wet himself. So well, that's where Kirk Cousins yeah, is. He's yeah. got to bring it come playoff time. There's a lot of coaches and there's a lot of players are the same way. I, I tell you what, it, it's funny because I once talked to a college coach about this, a college basketball coach, about recruiting. I said, you're going after a tremendous player, a blue chipper, so to speak. You go recruit him. You see him play. He's playing in a dimly lit gym with about 100 people there watching the game. You're recruiting it to an arena that's seating 17,000. There's a good chance he may wet himself in front of a crowd like that. And he says, you're right. You just don't know. The skill set is great, but you don't know how he's going to react in front of a big crowd. TV, big crowd. It happens. And we've seen it even on a bigger stage like in the NFL. Right. And you look at this uh, Cowboys, I'm sorry, this Packers defense from the beginning of the season. Remember they beat the Bears 10 to 3? Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers said, we got a First defense. game of the year, yeah. Yeah. Well, that defense, it's been going south. This has not been a great year for the Packers defense and as great as they started off they have not maintained that at all this season so you look at where they are in the pecking order when it comes to you know yards given up and all of that stuff they're among the the bottom of the NFL with what they have given up throughout the season so I want to see what Kirk Cousins does against a defense that has left a lot to be desired who started off on fire but has not maintained that throughout the season. And I'll say one glaring loss on that Packers schedule, and believe me, an 11-3 record is pretty darn good. At San Francisco, they got smoked 37-8. That was ugly. That was a bad mark on their on their resume this year. Yeah, that was definitely a bad mark. That was ugly. That was real ugly. <laughs> no, it was, it was terrible, yeah, really. Yeah, was there rough. we go. All right, we'll find out so much more about the National Football League and maybe life in general because our guy, the Sheik, is coming up right around the bend. We have the Elite Eight. Who is the best? The Sheik, Alex Marvez, tells you next. But first, to my kid, Brian Fenley for the latest. Yes, Big Daddy. What is going on, Big Daddy? Yes, the Titans will lack a star as they continue to gun for an AFC wildcard spot today. ESPN is reporting Tennessee running back Derrick Henry is sitting out against the Saints with that hamstring injury. NFL Network is noting Lions running back Kerryon Johnson, who's recovering from a knee problem, is going to get ample reps at the carries but he might not start against the Broncos. Panthers are greenlighting wide receiver Curtis Samuel today versus the Colts despite a knee problem. Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stanley is good to play against the Browns after clearing concussion protocol. Cardinals wideout Christian Kirk is going to push through an ankle issue and take the field against the Seahawks. Eagles wide receiver Nelson Aguilar is presumed to be out against the Cowboys. The Jaguars are set on sticking with head coach Doug Marone and general manager David Caldwell for at least the start of the 2020 season unless something disastrous happens in the final two games of this year. Jaguars DJ Chark is expected to play through an ankle injury against the Falcons. The Rams are expected to make some changes to their coaching staff including the name of Wade Phillips has been thrown around the defensive coordinator. This after LA lost last night to the 49ers 34-21 this eliminating LA's hopes of a playoff position 
But head coach Sean McVay continues to have a positive spin on things. We'll go back, we'll look at this film, we'll clean it up, uh, and then uh, you know we'll respond and finish this thing off the right way with some pride like I, like I know that those guys will do, like I know our coaching staff will do, and as sick as you are, um, you know, I don't know anything else other than that to do that. The Niners can take that first overall seed in the NFC with a win against Seattle next week. They will also, the Niners, win the division with a W against the Hawks. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to my long-lost father and Andy Furman and our good friend Brian No. Your godfather, not good friend, your godfather. He's part of the family. All right, thank you. See you later in the house, all right? That's Brian Finley. Okay, Alex Marvez coming right up. And welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easier to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Nose picks in about 10 minutes from now. But right now, to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline, the Sheik himself, Alex Marvez, with Brian Noah and Andy Furman. Hello, Sheik. How are you? Gentlemen, doing great. What a week 16 start, right? I mean, those Saturday games were fun. You know what I mean? Close, competitive, down to the wire, playoff implications. It was great. It was. It was meaningful, unlike a lot of the direct on today. But, hey, we'll still have some fun with it. Yeah, and Sheik, we have the Elite Eight right now. In the NFC, we've got the Seahawks, Packers, Saints, and 49ers. In the AFC, we've got the Ravens, Patriots, Chiefs, and Bills. The best chance to win it all. Tell me who and why. You know, New England scares me, man, as usual, right? And the yeah. thing is, if, as long as they secure that, that first-round buy, this team has won eight straight second-round playoff games at home. They never have to leave Foxborough. And if you give the Patriots time to rest, you give the Patriots time to formulate game plans uh, specific for their opponents, I mean, we see it every January, right? I mean, it's like, you know, what's certain in life? Death taxes and the Patriots winning a second-round playoff game. <laughs> Sure, they may have to go on the road against the Baltimore Ravens if that's what it comes to. And, of course, the Ravens trying to secure the first number one seed in that franchise's history. Believe it or not, they've never done that, all the way back to 1996 when they moved from Cleveland. So, I mean, I just think the Patriots are a really scary team moving ahead. And, you know, again, what they did against Buffalo yesterday, Brady looked like Tom Brady again. The defense, as we know, is really good. I mean, and you know, the Bills, uh, they're a year away. I mean, that's really what it comes down to for them. They'll be a tough out in the postseason, but I, we're not talking Super Bowl 54 here for the Bills. Where do you stand on Josh Allen today, the Bills quarterback, Alex? He's getting better. I mean, that's the thing. And look, there's some throws he makes, man. You look at that arm talent, like when he's rolling out of the pocket and, and you know, hitting John Brown on that deep pass and you know, some of the throws he makes are great, but then there's other times it's like schoolyard football. And, you know, because we've had some quarterbacks, you know, with their development accelerate, you know, like Patrick Mahomes in the second NFL season. I mean, the bar is set so high on some of these guys. It used to be, as you remember, Brian, I think you're old enough. You know, you're, you're almost 25 now. I mean, you know, that, you know, what it used to be with quarterbacks that it would take three years. And then we're talking, oh, man, this is going to be the third season they'll break through. But again, because Deshaun Watson, because Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, these guys have been so dynamic, we sometimes lose patience with these types of guys. I definitely think that, that Josh Allen is on the up and up. I think it's, you know, he's the guy that you continue to build your franchise around. But as, as evidence, by the way, the Patriots, and I want to point this out now, they have a 30-1 and record at home since 2011 against quarterbacks under the age of 25. Okay? So it's not just Josh Allen. The only quarterback under the age of 25 to beat the Patriots at home since 2011 
is Colin Kaepernick. That's wow. it. So, I mean, you know, Patriots traditionally play, play well at home against everybody, but particularly young quarterbacks. We saw that with Josh Allen, but you know what? That Josh Allen we saw yesterday was better than the Josh Allen we saw in week four when Buffalo played New England. That's encouraging for the Bills in the future. Certainly. He's Alex Malvez. He's the Sheik. He's the NFL insider for Fox Sports Radio with Brian Noam, Andy Furman. And the biggest, day, the biggest game of the day, Sheik, today, Cowboys at the Eagles. And my take on this game is the key will probably be can the Eagles contain uh, Amari Cooper from the Cowboys, the wide receiver? Well, one could also argue that can they contain Zeke Elliott because they never have. Furman, listen to this. Well, Zeke Elliott plays against the Eagles. Dallas is 5-0. He has averaged 114.8 yards in those games. That is the most by any running back in the Super Bowl era against the Philadelphia Eagles in at least five games. A minimum five-game performance. Zeke Elliott is the most dominating force in all this. So can they stop him? Listen, it's a secondary in Philadelphia. They give up a big play. They've given up six plays, I believe, of 50-plus yards this season. It's an insane stat like that. And everyone else around the NFL, the second highest is just three. So they give up a lot of big plays. And, yeah, that's maybe where Amari Cooper can beat him. Maybe Michael Gallup goes deep. But how effective is Dak Prescott going to be today? I know he's not on the injury report, but he has a rotator cuff contusion. There's some thought that this is a type of injury that could get exacerbated with a, with a big hit. And then you're one, you're one snap away from Clayton Thorson. Okay, not Thurston Howell from Gillingham's Island. Clayton Thorson, the rookie from Northwestern, potentially having to play for the Cowboys. I'll tell you this, too. Weird thing. Was it good that the Cowboys beat the Rams the way that they did? And I say that, are they going to be as sharp today against Philadelphia? I mean, because it's a team that has a tendency to get fat and happy, right? I mean, right. they're so up and down. Will they have the same, you know, the same attention to detail that they did last week against the Rams that allowed them to blow out a quality football team? Alex, I want to rewind to Tom Coughlin getting fired by Jacksonville. And the mm-hmm. NFLPA sending letters to all NFL players cautioning them about signing with Jacksonville because of some of the fines and some of the grievances against the organization. Have you ever heard of anything like that where the NFLPA cautions all of the players you might not want to sign with a particular team? Off the top of my head, I can't tell you anything officially. There's always like you know behind-the-scenes type things about if you go to this team, you know, well, you're going to have to deal with this. I mean, players talk, right? Bengals, Bengals, baby. Bengals. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back in the day, or you, you know, do you have to wear one-size jockstrap type stuff? I mean, that was the old Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals, right? And I'm not exaggerating here. It was Getting equipment was quite the task when it came to uh, that, that franchise. But that being said, you know, for the Jaguars, this will tell you the type of toxic environment that had been set up there in a lot of ways by Tom Coughlin. Look, I think that Jaguars management thinks that, that Doug Marone is a good coach. Now, whether he's a good enough coach to come back in 2020, I, I'm not sure if we know that quite yet. You know, and how this front office is going to be restructured, if at all, in the future with Tom Coughlin no longer there. But, but when you saw that letter, think about this. The Jags could have let Tom Coughlin play out the string. But, you know, let him retire, quote-unquote, at the end of the season and, you know, move on. Instead, they thought this was so egregious and what had happened and had tarnished their franchise so much that they fired him with only two weeks left in the season. Guys, when you talk about Tom Coughlin, a lot of people want to talk about him as a pro football Hall of Famer. This is a huge mark against Tom Coughlin if we're talking about his entirety of work rather than just as a coach for the New York Giants. So, this was significant what happened. By the way, pay attention. Jacksonville, Atlanta today. I know it's two five and nine teams. 
I know we don't care when it comes to the playoffs, but this is a huge game for both head coaches. Doug Malone trying to see if his players have a lift in the building now that Tom Coughlin is gone and the clocks are set back to normal time. And Dan Quinn, you know, four and two uh, ever since that, that terrible start to their season at one and seven. From what my sources are telling me, he's got a legit shot at sticking. But if you lay an egg today against Jacksonville and do it at home, uh, not so good maybe when it comes to returning in 2020. Shiga, I tell you, it's about games today. The biggest upset of the season may very well have been the Browns beating the Ravens in Baltimore 40-25 earlier this year. Now, the Ravens have won 10, 10 straight since that loss. Will uh, it be a problem today in Cleveland? They got their rematch. Well, I mean, you know, that's just that track game written all over it, right? I mean, yeah. when you think about it, because, you know, if you're Baltimore, I mean, you know, look, you're, you're flying high, and you look at Cleveland last week, and they lose to Arizona on the road, and, and it's just bad. I mean, obviously the Browns have so many internal issues. Not only that, the play calling is just so shaky in Cleveland. But if you're Baltimore and, and you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself and you're looking toward the postseason, yeah, there, there's potential issues there. But, man, I mean, can anyone come up with a formula to stop Lamar Jackson? And this is what makes things interesting for me about this game. That second time around type thing, when you have to play a, a Greg Roman offense the second time, will you fare better than you did the first time? And I think that's what a lot of teams, you know, people like the Patriots, for example, they're going to look and see, okay, what did the Browns coaching staff do to adjust to the Ravens after having played against them the first time? Can we borrow some of those things and make them our own? Because the only other rematch, and I don't count the Bengals because they were terrible at the time when they played them. They're playing better now, by the way, as we all know. But, uh, you know, for the Steelers, if the Ravens win today, Lamar Jackson, you're not going to see him in Week 17, and they'll be as vanilla as possible moving ahead. So this one is an intriguing game, no question about it. And listen, for Freddie Kitchens, you want to keep your job. This goes a long way toward helping you out if you're able to at least end the season a little bit stronger with a win against the Ravens. Couple of options here for Tampa, Alex. What do you do with Jameis Winston going forward? I think you maybe transition tag him. That's by the way a potential option in the NFL next year. You know, we have franchise tags and transition tags next year, according to the rules of the collective bargaining agreement for Adam Schefter of ESPN, because you know, it's like a poison pill of the contract. It's designed to bring the NFL Players Association to try to get them to accept a deal from the NFL. <laughs> Excuse me, and get both sides to negotiate. Because obviously the NFL wants to have as many, the NFLPA wants to have as many free agents as possible. It generates, you know, money, you know, it's a salary driver. And all salaries raise when players hit free agency. So when players resign contracts, you know, the money's up there because the free agents made so much. So they don't want to have the pool restricted. So where I'm going with this is that if this indeed, there's no labor agreement by the start of free agency, the Bucks can use a transition tag on Jameis Winston and cost him 20-something million, you know, which by today's price for a quarterback, when you're talking about guys in the 30s now, and guys like Jared Goff in the 30s, what is that? you know, at that, at that level, uh, you know, for, it's a modest deal. And then you just tell another team, okay, if you want to sign Jameis Winston to a long-term contract, fine. We'll either match the numbers or we'll let him walk. But this is what we're going to do, and we're going to give it one more year. It's maddening. Brian, it's maddening for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Could you get – so much good sometimes with Jameis Winston, and then you get so much bad, and it's on display every single game. Six pick sixes this year. That ties Peyton Manning's NFL record for pick sixes, and we got one game to go left to go for the Buccaneers. He's a chic Alex Marvez. Get him on Twitter at Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider. He's the best in the business. Wishing you a happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, and happy Hanukkah all at once. Hope the family's doing great. We'll talk to you next week. Mazel, mazel, gentlemen. Happy holidays to both of you as well. 
He's the man. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. You better watch your hands. Wait till you hear this. Next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Nose picks coming right up. That's Brian Noah, of course. I'm Andy Furman. Together with Fox Football Sunday. About 11 minutes before the top of the hour. That will be 9 o'clock on the East Coast. And at that time, you can hear the golden tones of Mike Harmon and Will Blackman. How? On your iHeartRadio app, on Sirius XM Channel 83, and of course on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And I also have some great news. There's a quick and easy way you can save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. But now, it's time for my guy, Brian O, and those picks. Are you ready for it? Brent Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. You know, Andy Furman, I hate to say it, but we might need to rename this one and two instead of Nose Picks because that's what I've typically done this year. Another losing week. I know, it's disappointing. I had the Falcons plus 10. They won outright last week, uh, but that was all that came through for me. So we'll try to rebound today. The underdogs, Andy Furman. The dogs are barking today, at least according to my picks here. Yes, I've got, and you're probably going to hate a couple of these picks at least, but I've got the Arizona Cardinals plus eight at Seattle. I think that Kyler Murray and company, they can keep it close. They can keep it close. You don't like this one. You think the Seahawks are going to roll. They're going to roll them. I don't think you're right. I'm going to take the points. I hope I'm wrong. I hope so too. You're going to hate this one, I think. I'm taking the home dogs, the New York Jets, plus three against the Steelers. Jets have a great rush defense. I think they're going to make the Steelers largely one-dimensional, and I'm going to bet against a guy nicknamed Duck on the road here because he gave the ball away like candy last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. So I think the Jets, plus three, I think that's the right way to go in this one. Do I get agreement on that? No. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't like that okay. one at all. 0 for 2 in terms Steelers of agreement. Steelers are playing for something still. No, not. Here's the last Mm-mm. one. The Packers, plus 5 on the road against the Vikings. Like Xavier it, like Rhodes it. has left a lot to be desired as a corner for the Vikings this year. I think Aaron Rodgers and company, they make enough plays to keep it close at least. Give me the 5 yes. with the Packers. What do you say yeah, there? I think everything you say is true except you got the wrong Aaron. It's Aaron Jones got to get the job done. They'll do it. They'll yeah, do it. I don't know. Against that rush defense, Minnesota, they're going to be cranked up tonight. Uh, we'll but see. But we'll I like see. that At one. least there's agreement with the plus 5. Yeah. There you go. Dogs yes. are barking, All baby. Right, there you go. All right, it's that time, Andy, for you to go your own way. What do you have I for? certainly will. It's funny story here. University of Texas coach Tom Herman, he apologized the other day. That was Wednesday for a gesture that appeared. We're on the Longhorn Network's morning broadcast of Wednesday's National Signing Day. Herman said he didn't realize that the Longhorn Network's camera in a meeting room was broadcasting live when the network cut in to show off the staff preparing for the National Signing Day. And that TV shot showed Herman sitting at the end of a table, gesturing get what? With both of his middle fingers towards the camera. Oh, my word. Coach Herman, no, no, no. Go ahead, Mr. No. Wow, not a good look. Well, it's a good segue because I've got a double bird story of my own over here. Oh, wow. So last night, Isaiah Thomas, who plays for the Washington Wizards now, he went into the crowd 
because he was getting a double bird salute from one of the fans there in Philly. So Isaiah Thomas goes into the crowd. He confronted the fan, not in an angry way, but he was just like, yo, you got to be professional. You can't be doing stuff like that. And apparently the fan three times said F-U-B word with the double bird salute. And so (laughs) Isaiah Thomas goes into the crowd. He confronts the fan. And then he talked about what the fans said to him as to why he was saying those things and giving the double bird salute. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. Because if you miss two free throws, I guess the fans get a frosty. There you go. Trace is yeah, back to a that free frosty. That fan was frosted. That that's why wanted. he was frosted. Yes. How about that? I mean, fans are crazy these days. This isn't breaking news, Andy, but you lose out on a frosty, you go double bird salute and an FUB word. But Isaiah I love that was Isaiah crazy Thomas. too. You don't go in the state. I know he did it in a gentlemanly sure, fashion. Fine. You can't go in. You can't go in. But I love, I love that a fan was put in his place because that's the last thing you're expecting is for a player like Isaiah Thomas to go up there and call you out like that. I, I love it. I can't that. believe it. I tell you, our time is up. We want to thank everybody for this and have a wonderful, happy, Merry Christmas. You too, Mr. No. See you next week. Happy holidays. A Fox. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.